his very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack! You know, we usually don't get really like political here at the sports desk, and we're gonna introduce ourselves and all that after this. But you know, we're gonna play uh, uh, this clip real quick. You know, we're gonna get into Colin Kaepernick. Go ahead and take care of that, and also we're gonna get in there, uh, get in everything else. So you know, you guys love to hear us talk about. It. But we're gonna run this Colin Cap clip, man. It's important that y'all are here. Y'all been attacked for the last three years. Y'all continue to be attacked. We appreciate what y'all do. We appreciate you being here today. We appreciate the work you do for the people and telling the truth. That's what we want in everything. I've been ready for three years. I've been denied for three years. We all know why I came out here, showed it today in front of everybody. We have nothing to hide. So we're waiting for the 32 owners, the 32 teams, Roger Goodell, all of them to stop running. Stop running from the truth. Stop running from the people. We're out here, we're ready to play. We're ready to go anywhere. My agent, Jeff Nally, is ready to talk to any team. I interview with any team at any time. I've been ready, I'm staying ready, and I'll continue to be ready. And to all the people that came out here today to support, I appreciate y'all, I love y'all. To the people that aren't here, I'm thinking of you. I appreciate you supporting from where you are. We'll continue to give you updates as we hear. We'll be waiting to hear from Roger Goodell, the NFL, the 32 teams. We'll let you know if we Okay, so, um, you know, before we get started, man, we're just going to paint the picture. But first of all, you know, welcome back to another episode of the Reduced Lunch Action Sports News Desk. Man, this is episode 30. Uh, this is one of your favorite sportsologists, your boy, Dedra L. Higgs Jr., back in the building one more time. And this your man, Black, one of your favorite sportsologists back in the building. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, you know, we... We, we, we got a lot to get into, man. Today, of course, we're going to talk NFL. We're going to talk college football. Uh, we got a big boxing fight coming up this weekend. You know, we got Wilder. Very big fight. Very huge. You got Wilder and Ortiz, too, uh, taking place this weekend. We're going to get into some NBA. We're going to get into some high school football. Talk about the playoffs and the high school football, man, here in the city. And uh, we're going to cover some topics in the WWE, man. And, uh, you know, we're going to get out of here, man. But, uh. You know, we always start off, man, with the sound of the week. And that was our sound of the week. That was Colin Kaepernick, you know, at his workout in at Atlanta High School uh, this past weekend. But uh, before me and Black take off, you know, we just going to roll uh, right into the tweet of the week, Black. You know, we had an interesting, uh, I don't want to call it a confrontation between uh, Stephen A. Smith and Eric Reed uh, yesterday. I got a chance to see that. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it got kind of kind of crazy, man. And, um... It, it, I'm just gonna read it, man, before I really get into it. Shout, shout out Thug, you know what I'm saying? You know, shout out Gun, you know what I'm saying? Shout out them boys. Um, let's get into it, Black. So, yesterday, right around, it looks like it was around, I don't know, 10 a.m. in the morning. Um, Stephen A. Smith uh, came on, and uh, we're gonna play his clip a little later. But Eric Reed responded to his clip saying, Hey, Stephen A. Smith, tap dancing for the NFL. Like, damn, 
damn straight Colin wants to control the narrative. He's supposed to trust the organization uh, that blackballed him and has done absolutely nothing in good faith. I was born on a Tuesday, just not last Tuesday. And he got a meme of Donald Duck tap dancing, some racial slur, you know, the Stephen A. Smith, you know, I guess call him Uncle Tom or something like that. Yeah. Stephen A. Smith fires back with two bang bang tweets right after him. Man, please, you embarrassing yourself, Ed Reed. Every single time you open your mouth, you, all out of all people, talking about tap dancing when you're the one collecting the check from the very institution you collect the check that's collecting the check from you. You, Eric Reed, who takes a knee supposedly for the brothers, yet attack brothers like me, Malcolm Jinx, Jenkins, Jay Z, at every turn the sec, uh, every turn, every, at every turn the second someone disagrees with you. Eric Reed, you got a nerve to call out the NFL when your beef supposed to be with social, with society, social injustice in regards to police brutality and racial oppression. What's your plan, bro? Spare me. So that's Stephen A. and Ed Reed kind of getting into it. Yo, one more time, shout out Gunner, you know, shout out Thug, you know what I'm saying? Um, so let's jump right into it, black man. You know, we've been dealing with this Colin Cap thing, I want to say three, almost going on four years now. Yeah. And he hasn't uh, got an interview, hasn't came in for a practice, he hasn't came in and, and had anything. So the NFL organized a situation for him um, to come to the Atlanta Falcons uh, sports facility and um, – they brought him receivers. They brought him equipment. They brought him everything. You know, the, they had 24 teams lined up to come to this practice, man, and to see what he got. So if he can get an opportunity to come back and play the game that they say he loved. So I just want to set the table, and I'm going to shoot it to you, Black. I want to know two things. What do you think about, I guess, the circus that it turned into? And what do you think about how Cap going about it? Because at the end of the day, I thought he just wanted to play football, Black. Exactly. <clears throat> and, um... I got a chance to look in, look at it uh, too, and I was all day Saturday. It was it was crazy lead, leading up to it or whatnot. Uh, and I'm 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 looking at it, and I'm like, okay, they switched the time. Okay, mm. why wasn't this done earlier in the week, or why wasn't the venue changed early in the week? Mm-hmm. Why the day of? Mm-hmm. You know, when everyone's expecting to, you know, see on Instagram or see on Twitter, you know, what's going on and everything gets changed around. That's kind of iffy. That's a red flag. And for it to be Callan Cabernet, Callan Cabernet, I think it was a big deal because, like you said, D, I thought this is just about playing football. Why change anything? This isn't about the your uh the the black community taking the knee. This is about playing football. Right. It has nothing to do about what you were being blackballed in the first place from the NFL about. Yeah, you want an opportunity. So, so you just want an opportunity to get back in the league. So I feel like it should have been whatever the NFL set up. And from what us as fans are hearing, we're we're seeing that this chance was 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 put on the table by Roger Goodell and Jay Z. You know. Right taking a little backlash from the from the black community you want to go ahead and just say that mm-hmm. for partnering with the nfl and roger goodell mm-hmm. so they got this in play for you mm-hmm. so i feel like on that alone you should have been like you know what this is the time you know not 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 about me for me to go show my talents on the football field right man the whole thing i think the whole thing just went south and right. i <laughs> i really don't agree with what how Callan kaepernick uh handle it in listening to his interview after you know after he threw when and not saying he looked well from the footage that we seen he For looked sure. good For he sure. looked he good he lights out but i feel like it was it was planned you know i feel like 
you know, you talking to the NF, you talking to the media like you calling out the NFL on something. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it don't sound nothing humble. It sound nothing. Nothing was humbling about you talking to the media to me. Right. It's like you, you the man. You waiting on them. No, like bro, you got something to show. Show that you humble. You just want to play. Right. All the extra talking about the NFL, this, the NFL, that, bro. Hold that off. Just be like you happy to have an opportunity to show what you got. You know, he sounded kind of biased to me in the whole in the whole media when he was talking, bro. I really didn't. I really wasn't feeling it, bro. It sound it didn't sound genuine. It didn't sound humbling in no type of way. And me personally, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if he even gets a call. I don't. <laughs> I don't know if he'll get a call or not. You know, after seeing what he saw, what what I seen in his in his in his media with uh after after his workout, right. but uh yeah, man, it's a whole circus, man. I just think I just think that it was handled the wrong way. Right. Yeah. You know. So before I get mine, we're gonna play Stephen A's take um, on what he said. And it's a, it's a lengthy video. I'm gonna play a little bit of it, but we're gonna play Stephen A's take. And I'm kind of right along with Stephen A. You know how he was feeling about. I guess the antics and everything so let me get from Colin straight. on Saturday. Colin Kaepernick has been working out all of this time. Him, people in his camp, his close ones, loved ones, everybody talking about he wants to play football. He wants to play football. He's ready to play. Just give him the chance. So what does the NFL do? Recognizing that teams need a shield because they need something to hide behind because they know that, guess what? If we bring this brother in for a workout and we don't like him or we don't want him, who knows what we're going to get accused of. We need cover. So the NFL provides that. I have no doubt Jay-Z's involved. I have no doubt Roger Goodell is involved. I have no doubt there's a host of people involved, but forget all of that. This man wanted a chance. 25 teams show up in Georgia at the Atlanta Falcons practice facility, state-of-the-art facility, mm -hmm. NFL personnel, equipment, everything, video, everything. And what does Colin Kaepernick do? Not Tuesday when he found out about it, not Wednesday, not Thursday, not Friday, Saturday. Three hours before the workout. Mm. Because of some issue with a liability waiver. It's crazy. Crazy. Colin Kaepernick wants to change the venue. Colin Kaepernick wants his own receivers. Colin Kaepernick wants to video things himself. Colin Kaepernick wants the media. This Colin Kaepernick, media can't find him. He ain't done no interviews. He ain't talked to nobody. Media can't yeah. find him, but he wants to do any. He wants the media available now. He don't want to play. No. Nah. <laughs> so I'm gonna kind of go off what Stephen A. said because you know that's how I feel about the whole matter. Now, in my opinion, these are two separate issues here. You know, everything Colin stand for, I applaud. I'm with Colin. Police brutality, um, the killing of unarmed black men, uh, the way black men are being treated in society, black people being treated in society. You know, we seeing this stuff on camera every single day. I'm with Colin. I'm with him. And and, and I want to say that before I go into my next uh, few sentences. This whole time he's been screaming, hollering, clamoring for an opportunity to um, get back into the NFL. 
this is what he's been telling everybody who would listen. We want to play. We want to play. Mm-hmm. I'm training every single day. This man say he up at 5 a.m. He up at 5 a.m. every morning training, getting, grinding, trying to get prepared to play football. So Jay-Z, who suffered severe black backlash for doing the deal with the NFL to intervene and get in and, and try to get the NFL uh, to understand, hey, this is what us black people are trying to tell y'all. Our influence on your culture is all it, the way your culture is going. It's all because of us mm-hmm. in the music, the athletes. The NFL is 95 percent, probably 90 percent black people. Probably. Yeah, probably. You know, so so Jay-Z comes in and Jay-Z gets gunned down in the media and talked about dirty in the media. And they say, OK, what are you going to do for Cap? What are you going to do for Cap? Cap need a job. So what does Jay-Z do? He is a part of the group to say, hey, let's do a a uh, a tryout, an exp- ex- uh, uh, exhibition trial only for you, Cap. We're going to get 20 plus teams to come down here to come and check you out. We're going to go to the Atlanta Falcons state of the art facility, an NFL type facility. And make sure everyone is in place. GMs, head coaches, head scouts, trainers, the whole she- shebang. 2014 said we will be there. And three hours before the workout, you throw a wrench in the system and say, no, nah, I want to do it on my terms. And you want to tell the NFL to tell the teams to meet you at a high school 30 minutes up the road. And you want your own camera crew your own vid- your own receivers? Fine, if you want your own receivers, I ain't mad at that. Cool. You want to work with the guys you've been working with? I ain't got no problem with that. You want your own camera crew, your own media crew. You want to control the narrative of what the people are going to see. Colin Cabinet, do you think the NFL will put themselves on the line to make you look bad? <laughs> this is a billion-dollar organization. Mm-hmm. These 32 white billionaire owners, they already don't want nothing to do with you, dog. They don't. You, we all know this. But you're going to pull a play like that? So now you put people like Jay-Z in jeopardy. Now you put people who, like uh, uh, maybe Robert Kraft. They say Robert Kraft was like, yeah, let's set this up and get this man an opportunity. Now you got them looking like they fools. Like, why are we doing this? So it went from 24 teams to eight teams. <laughs> to eight teams. That showed up at your workout. So the other teams who were supposed to be there, almost 16 teams, was like, oh, no. Nah. Oh, he going he gonna to play with us like that? Oh, we gonna nah, we good. We good. We gonna we gonna head back because our teams got games the next day anyway. So we good with that. So Colin Kaepernick, I agree with Stephen A. Smith. Like, bro, do you really want to play? Was this a publicity stunt? <laughs> Was this another opportunity for you to, I guess, I don't know, show your message, say something? Because we haven't heard from you in three years, bro. We haven't heard from you. You haven't sat down and talked to nobody. Everything that's been coming about uh, about Colin Kaepernick over the past three years been hearsay. It's been a lot of hearsay, man. We're not really understanding, like, what is this really about? Now, we know about the social injustice, but you said you wanted the ball. You want to play. Yeah. Let's just put that to the side. This is my thing with it. Like you said, D, we have no problem with what you stand for. But this is just about playing ball right here. None of it was set up because of what you stand for. None of that. It was about you going to a workout showing that you still can play in the, in, in the NFL. That's what this was about. And for you to change change everything the way that you did, bro, that's just a, that's just a slap in the face, bro. Honestly, it's a slap in the face. To the people who was trying to, to help To the people that, people that were trying to help you. It's a slap in the face. Like you telling Jay-Z and, you know, Robert Kraft, like, 
those guys went on went out on a limb for you. They hollering at people. They hollering at people that don't even want to be bothered with you. Right. Don't want to be bothered. You know. So and for you not to, for you and for you to change things and make it the way that you want it. That's very selfish of you. Correct. That's very selfish of him Correct. to do that. Me, me being a man and I've been out the league for basically being blackballed out of the league and and I missed the game that I love. I grew up as a kid playing. I just got a love for it as a child. I just want to show up and play football, man. I don't care about. Don't get me wrong. We uh, people understand what I stand for. They already know that, bro. Cause that's why you're not in the league. Mm-hmm. But I just want to come out here and play ball. I don't want. I don't want to show up and you know do anything to to make myself look 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 like I don't deserve to be in the league. And Colin Kaepernick, that's what you did. Yep. Like these guys gonna be like, why should we even take a chance on you when you pulling stunts like this, bro? Just want to work out. Yep. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy to me, it's man. It's crazy. You know, we, we you know we, we haven't had my man Fred uh, call us in a while, man. We get ready to call Fred, man. Fred, you know, um, he been doing his thing, you know, still rocking. You know, we got two setups now uh, here, and uh, you know we're gonna call call my guy. Hopefully, we, hopefully we can get him on on the phone here. Hello, Frederick, Freddie Brown. Oh, hold on, sir. Hold on. Freddie Brown. Uh-oh. We have some technical difficulties here. Trying to get my man Fred on. How about you, Fred? You there? Yeah, I'm here. You hear me? Yeah, we hear you, man. All right, Fred. So we're talking about Colin Kaepernick, man. We're talking about Cap. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Freddie Brown here. So we want to talk. We just want to get your thoughts on the whole fiasco, man. What are your thoughts? What are your how you feel about the, I guess, the circus that Colin Kaepernick put on, man? I feel like he don't want a job. And I feel like he just kind of wanted to uh, put on the show for, um, you know, his cause, which is cool. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I don't know. We're just, like, stuck in this Kaepernick hell public escape, which I am tired of. You know what I'm saying? The NFL is going to be the NFL. America's going to be America. None of this shit is changing because Colin Kaepernick wants to change. He lived and died. Life of you, though. Know, Seems like some. with this Kaepernick thing, nothing is changing. Right. You know, and um, it's tiresome. You know, for Kaepernick to leave and do his work, like finish his mission. Like, why are you still trying to play the NFL? Um, you go sue public. It says right contract. <laughs> you know, the papers that you sign when you first get hired, if you sue it, you never work for us again. For any job, anywhere in America. Right. But for some reason, Kevin thinks has the right and then demand to work out. I'm just tired of this shit. Like, I, I, I really hope this is the last we hear about Kyle Kaepernick's involvement with the... Yeah. I'm not saying I don't want to see him not play again. I mean, it, I would love to see him play again. Now, not playing again, I don't want to hear about it. I'd rather Kaepernick go to his right camp. 
like they for the last thousand years. Yeah, I'm with you, man. It, 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 it's been crazy. Um, you know, we saw we had a little technical difficulties there, but you know, one last, one more question for you, Fred. Like, I know you're tired of it because I'm tired of it, man. We know what it's really about. I just got one more question for you. What do you, do you think he gets signed? Do you think after this whole stunt, do you think an NFL team says, yeah, come on in, Kyle Kaepernick, be a part of our team, especially after the audio of the video of what he was saying, stop running NFL owners, like, you don't have to run, we here, we being ready, like, there was nothing really humble about him, you know, getting this opportunity, so do you think he played for an NFL team? Um, I don't think nobody's going to sign. Um, I don't, I don't want to get signed, like, I think he wants, you know, smarter, you know what I'm saying, like, he wants to be this, like, guy on the front of the podium, um, this video is going to be good for him in the future. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, this is going to look good for him and what he's trying to do. I'm not accusing him for doing it because of the brand. Like, I'm glad that he stepped up for um, human rights. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, yeah. Police brutality. But it's him playing. Like, especially after that, like, nah. This is a business. You understand? Like, a, no business is this way. Right. So, so um, I mean, good, good Kaepernick, and he can find success in the other things that he's doing, but I think this, NFL, this whole NFL experience is done. You're proud of it. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm with you on that, Fred, man. You know, um, we we getting the heavy stuff out the way, Fred. So, you know, we're going to be calling Fred back in uh, just a little while. Uh, to get into some business that's happening in Los Angeles, California at the Staples Center. Uh, we got to address a couple of our guys and uh, kind of see where they stand as we're on this incredible movement uh, to an NBA championship. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, <laughs> so all right, Fred, we're going to be hitting you back in just a little bit, man. Okay, cool. All right. All right, so we apologize for that, man. We have some technical difficulties here. We got another studio, so we're just trying to figure some things out. So, um yeah so we we gonna wrap it up there you know with the with the colin kaepernick um ordeal man because at the end of the day i think it's anybody who's listening to the show right now if you want to go after something if you want a career in modeling you want to be an actor you want to be a doctor or a lawyer a photographer a videographer a, a dancer a football player you're gonna try to put yourself in a position to get opportunities right black exactly yes. you know, you, you're gonna make sure that you are at the auditions you're at practice you're 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 saving your money so you can get that piece of equipment that you want so you can be this photographer or whatever you're gonna make sure you do those things yeah and colin kaepernick was providing the opportunity and he didn't make the best of it let's keep it he real didn't. he just did not he, didn't. he dropped the, the ball best. on that and 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 the way things went with this he could potentially not be in this league no more for sure and it'll, it'll only be his fault because the nfl did their part right they did what they were supposed to do right so we're gonna leave it there, man. You know, we're gonna monitor it. We're gonna uh, see what happens with Cap. If Cap gets signed, hey, we'll be right back here to talk about it. So let's move along, man. So Black Man, let's go to last Thursday night. We're gonna stay with the NFL here. Black, let's go to last Thursday night, man. Pittsburgh Steelers, <laughs> Cleveland Browns, Thursday night football. Eight seconds left in the game. Cleveland has secured the win. And um all hell broke loose. Miles Garrett went off the deep end. 
We still don't know why. But everyone's seen the footage by now. So if you haven't seen the footage, Miles Garrett, eight seconds left in the game, got into a scrum with Mason Rudolph where he viciously pulled off his helmet, swung the helmet, connected the helmet, all hell broke loose, pouncing them boys, gang jump. Uh, they went uh, to Garrett. the streets, bro. They, they, went, said, to the they street. went to the streets, bro. <laughs> they went to the streets. <laughs> they were swinging. They was kicking. They, I mean, it was it was nuts. I think in all my years of, of watching sports, I think the only thing that will resemble, or it's probably worse, was the malice at the Palace with Ron Artest and the Pacers fighting the Detroit Pistons. Or you can go to the Miami Hurricane football game with – uh, 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 Florida State, right? No, it wasn't Florida State. Uh, it was, uh, I think it was, it wasn't even, shoot, I want to say it oh, was. Florida, a, it was uh, Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic. When they were swinging, with everybody the was saying they had Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but as far as like in game, when a guy, I've never seen a guy take another dude with helmet off and hit the dude with no protection. Mm-hmm. He could have killed this man. He could have. So the fallout and the melee of this thing has been crazy. And before I switch, give it over to Black, you know, Miles Garrett's been suspended indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Everyone out there suspect expected for him to be. Of course, he's already suspended for the rest of the year. He's expected to get another three to four games to start the year next year. Heavily fine. Both organizations has been fine. Pouncey's been suspended three games with a fine. Um, there's expected to be, to be more drama with this. They were saying Mason Rod- Rudolph and his lawyer was seeking criminal a- uh, uh, action with yeah, their lawyers, that. They but they declined. They yeah. say this was strictly a football matter, and this incident just happened. But, but black. What's your thoughts on this whole thing, man? And, and, and let's, 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 let's go ahead and ask a question. We haven't heard any type of penalty or anything against Mason Rudolph because if we watched that video, we seen Rudolph trying to take off Garrett's helmet before Garrett lost his mind. So where you at on that, Black? First of all, uh, I'm going to say this about it. Uh, Garrett was – he was wrong in what he did. Mm-hmm. He was wrong in what he did. Uh, you should never hit a man with, with – uh, that doesn't have a helmet on with his own helmet. Right. You know, you could be talking about, you could seriously hurt someone like that. You uh, you can kill him. So you could be talking about something very seriously if you hit him in the right place or, the, right. you know, on the head, right. especially with the crown of the helmet. helmet. Right. He got lucky enough it was the face mask that, that, that touched him. So right. I'm going I'm to say this much about it. Uh, I don't agree with the NFL for not suspending Mason Rudolph. You think he should have got suspended? I think he should have got suspended at least two or three games. Really? Okay. Reason being, because we all see the video. Everyone's seen the video over right. and over and over again. Right. We're going to continue to see the video moving forward. You, they, they're never going to let this go. Mm-hmm. You clearly see in that action, mm-hmm. Mason, Mason Rudolph was the aggressor. He was the off. aggressor to start it off. Mm-hmm. My, my thing, what I seen... He just wasn't strong enough. He wasn't strong enough, big enough yeah. to really show that he was the aggressor. And then when Miles Garrett did it, you're talking about a 6'5", 270-pound man. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, when he put his hands on you, your helmet's going to come off. You're going to feel that. You're going to feel it. <laughs> so so it was it was, it was, was wild, man, to see that happen. And um, I think the reaction of Miles, of Miles Garrett was from – what Mason Rudolph was doing under the pile, mm-hmm. trying to pull his helmet off. He, Miles Garrett was like, "Well, okay, you gonna pull, you gonna try to pull my helmet off. I'm gonna pull yours off." Mm-hmm. Um, I, I and I think and I think Max Kellerman said something that I really don't know. He said something about 
how once uh, Miles Garrett pulled his helmet off, he rushed at Miles Garrett. I could see, hey, as a man, if you rushing at me, bro, you know how we didn't grow up. If you rushing sure. at me at man and we didn't For sure. got into it, mm-hmm. bro, that's we finna go yeah. at it. It's, you it's know time what I'm saying? It. Yeah, it's time so to get it. Yeah. I don't agree with him hitting him with the helmet. No, but I can understand his reaction to no. He coming at me like, bro, right. what you coming at me for? Right. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, Miles Garrett, you do not do that. <laughs> not that type of way, bro. I'm sorry. No. I understand. I do. I. I do stand for I do stand ground in saying that Mason Rudolph was the aggressor in this. My, what Miles Garrett did just overplayed everything else. Right. It just seems so much worse than everything else. Right. So I feel like the NFL dropped the ball on not suspending uh Mason Rudolph. Right. They need to go back and look at that. I hope something else gets done about that because mm-hmm. that's that's not a good I don't feel like that's a good look for the NFL for you just to suspend this suspend the man. That to spend the man who who action right. was a little worse than the other guys. That's not right. You right. should suspend them both because it was a conf- confrontation that was that was engaged by the quarterback, right? Not by the defense alignment. He was just doing his job. He sacked you, right? And you want to push him off because you're already getting your ass whooping the game anyway, right? You yeah, know, he's just doing his job, and right. you, you want to push and try to yank helmets off and all that. No, right. that's not what you're supposed to do. Yeah. So that's why I stand on it. You know, for me, man. I mean, hey, hey, hey. that's the only thing I can really think of, man. You know, Kawhi Leonard just saying, "Hey, hey, hey, my boy." That's the only thing I can really think of. Cause when they, when they showed it, I was like, "Dog, is this real?" Like, did he really sn- take this man helmet off his head and swing it and connect? And then you see Pouncey throwing the set. Like he throw a combo, bruh, he dropped hey, off, he kicking just throw the set, bro. He kicked, bro. He's he stomping him out, bro. I'm like, <laughs> yo, hey, I'm listening to Troy Aikman and, and, hey, that's and that Joe Florida Bull. boy shit right there. Yeah, bro, <laughs> boy, that's that slum. That's that slum havoc right there, boy. So he, uh, I'm, I'm listening to Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, man, and, and they had me dying left because Joe Buck acting like. He ain't never seen nothing like that in his life. He like, did. He don't That's know the nothing. first time he, he seen something nothing. like yeah, that. He ain't never seen nothing like that. But <laughs> I'm going to agree with you. You know, Rudolph was definitely the, the aggressor, man. Like, in the video, it's clear, you know. And I get it. People want to say, okay, Garrett, he tackled Rudolph and drove him down. Uh, okay. I mean, this, this is football. every day in football. This, so, I don't think this is a real – that wasn't a real issue. But then you see Mason Rudolph. Stick his hands up underneath the back of his helmet and try to yank it off. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if anyone's out there ever played football, but I played football when I was in high school. We got young Marcel in the building. He know about football. I'm sure if when Marcel, if he's out there playing and somebody sticks their fingers up underneath the helmet and tries to yank it off, he's going to think, oh, someone's trying to pull my helmet clean off my head. Mm-hmm. Somebody wants a problem. That's the only – that's the only resort you can go to. So I know if it was me, I'm I don't know if I would have ripped dog helmet off, but I'm definitely fighting Miles Garrett. Cause it's like, bro, like what what my helmet got to do with anything? Like, why are you trying to rip my helmet off? Like you already on the ground, you've been tackled. No, the my play re- is over. No, my reaction is gonna be to take your helmet off too. You're trying to take my helmet bro, off. Co- correct. But it's definitely gonna get violent. That's what yeah, I'm saying. It's gonna get violent. But we didn't think Miles Garrett. We didn't know he was going to take it to the next level. I guess we didn't think that was going to happen. Yeah. I understand the taking off of the helmet part. I under, I get that. But him swinging he try- it. 
him swinging it and connecting was like wow. That was wild. That was wild. You know, me as a foot me. That was wild. As a football player, and I'm 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 even speak I'm even speak for Marcel. It's probably been times where they probably in in Pop Warner or high school they get down there. Somebody probably trying to yank helmets off. Right. Your first thing doesn't isn't to hit the player with the helmet. It's to right. probably yank it off and drop it. Right. You know it wouldn't be to swing it or wave it around or, or wave it around yeah. and, and connect and hit another player with it. Right. No, that I don't think that's that's your first reaction. I think Miles Garrett was just like, man, you know what? Forget this, man. I'm finna. I'm gonna clock him with this helmet, bro. Go to work, you know, because that's what he had in his hands. So, I think, bro, I don't think it was. I think it was more of the swing and connect. Mm-hmm. Then we didn't see helmets pulled off before in the NFL. Mm-hmm. We didn't seen that before. That's nothing new. Right. But the swing and then the connect. That's what. That just. That's what took it all the way left, mm-hmm. man. It it was bizarre, bro. It, it was definitely definitely bizarre. Um, I guess we're gonna have to keep paying attention to the fallout. What's gonna be happening? Uh, with Miles Garrett, and then you know, it, it, all the aftermath. Like the Cleveland Browns needed that game to stay alive. They won the game twenty-one-seven. They needed the game to stay alive, man. And 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 Baker Mayfield and Odell say the best. Like, bro, it feel like we lost. It feel like we lost because you're losing arguably your best defensive player for the rest of the year while you're trying to make the playoffs. Like the Cleveland Browns are four and six. They're still in the mix. They're not. They haven't been eliminated yet. And now they're going to go the rest of the way without their best defensive player. And remember, early in that game, their starting corner, two of their two of the three of their starting corners got ejected for illegal hits yeah. on Juju Smith-Schuster and the rookie wide receiver, the other rookie wide receiver for the Steelers, knocked yeah. them out of the game. Yeah, they said the kid was bleeding, bleeding out of his ear. I was like, man, that's crazy, so they lost, man. So th- that game was kind of going wild anyway. Yeah. But uh, we're going to pay attention and keep it, uh, keep you updated on our thoughts and our opinions as everything continues to drop down uh, from the league. All right, moving along, man. Uh, let's just get right into the show. This is what we're calling it now. We're going to talk about Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens, man. Black, me and you were talking a little bit earlier before the show started, man. And um, my question is to you, man, is Lamar Jackson now the lock MVP and are the Baltimore Ravens the best team in football right now as we talk? I think right, right now I'm not going. I'm not going to say he's a lock for the MVP because mm-hmm. what Russell Wilson is doing. Okay, I think it's going to be tight. I think it's going to be tight, but but I def I clearly believe it's between him and Russell Wilson. Okay, is either one of those guys to win? I think you know whoever had the better games, the better numbers, may get it. You know, and whoever put they seem in the best position to come come time for the playoff run uh, will win the MVP. Mm-hmm. But um, do I think they're the best team in the NFL uh, right now? Yes, I do. I do think okay. they're the best team in the NFL right now. Reason mm-hmm. being, um, not just offensively with Lamar Jackson, defense playing lights out. Mm-hmm. They're one of the top defenses in the league. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the offense is it, it's unstoppable. Mm-hmm. We've, seen a, we've seen an unstoppable offense in the past two games. Mm-hmm. And um, we're not just talking about, you know, just winning games close. We talking about they've been thrashing people very badly, very badly, mm-hmm. like embarrassing teams very badly. Mm-hmm. Like um, them beating New England last week, the way they beat them, I was just like, wow, mm-hmm. you know. And then to beat Deshaun Jackson and the Houston Texans the way they did, and Deshaun Jackson ain't no slouch, you know. Saying no, a I'm a big fan, and that's why I say you got to give kudos to they to their defense for sure. And, and you know? that Peters pickup, man, is paying dividends. Oh yeah, definitely is, yeah, definitely man. is. 
So I I think they're the best team right now. That mm-hmm. could change. That contains that could change because like we talked about, they still got some you know pretty good games coming up here uh, mm-hmm. soon. They go they go to Cleveland, and I think that's a divisional game. So I think that's going to be a smoker. I think mm-hmm. that's going to actually be a good game. Right. So, but uh, we're going to continue to see, you know, yeah, uh, what happened with him. But <coughs> man, the, the things that this kid is doing, right, uh, on the football field is crazy to me. And I just want to get into his numbers from, from the game yesterday. He was uh, seventeen for twenty-four. Mm-hmm. He was uh, two two hundred and twenty-two passing yards, mm-hmm. four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, his quarterback rating, his quarterback rating was ninety-one point two. Pretty good. Pretty good. No turnovers. No turnovers. You mm-hmm. know, pretty good. And man, <laughs> like we were saying earlier, the the moves this man is pulling off, man, it's like beyond insane. video game. Beyond video game, beyond. man. We were just sitting here talking, man. Like we feel like this is more crazy than what Michael Vick was doing when he was doing it. Yeah, like I, I guess Michael Vick. <laughs> I get Michael Vick was just a. I'm gonna run straight and just go past you with my speed. He had moves now. He he did, but not he had like moves now. Not like this, D. I don't know, Black. Big, big has some moves, nah. man. We got to go listen look, to me. We, look we, at we, YouTube. Gonna, we gotta look at YouTube, YouTube. because <laughs> a lot of stuff I seen from Vic, it was a lot of straight. I can run past you. Fast. I can put a little move on you to get past, but you ain't gonna be able to catch me, bro. Like this man go running going through tackles, making moves with tackles being broke. Yeah, that's like move. I mean. Like what you just what you just told me? This man just bent yeah, away from two, two defenders. defenders that was right in front of him. That was right in front of him. Nuts, bro. Like, bro, it's crazy. Yeah. And 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 I want to I want to say about Jim Harbaugh, like, bro, you look like an a genius right now. If John was the one that did tell you draft this man, y'all did the right thing, brother. You did the right thing in listening to your brother. Mm-hmm. Like, this paying dividends for you, man. Like, and like you, they had a conversation. I think before the, after the last game they played. And he was saying, like, like you the man. Like, this is going to be your lead. Like, it is, bro. We're, like, we're, we're seeing the tide change, and we're going to see this tide change to Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson. This is going to be these, these boys' lead in a few years. Yeah. But, man, I'm just, I'm just excited to see, them, see the Ravens play every week because you just know what to expect when you see them play. Yeah, for sure, man. You know, just kind of piggyback off you with Lamar. Do I think Lamar is the MVP right now? I, I don't. Um, I, I think he's very close, but I think Russell Wilson, man, uh, and that San Francisco 49ers game, man, that was an 8-0 team in their building. It was. In their building. And he lost his best receiver early in the game. Tyler Locker went out early in the game. Like, he – honestly, bro, I didn't know who the, the, the receivers was on the field with Russell Wilson. Yeah. And, and, and you got Carson out there, the, the running back. I mean, he's been – he's okay, but – it, this dude Russell Wilson, it's like, dog, it's all on me. Or we suck, and the Seahawks are eight and two right now. You know, they 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 in business, man. You got a third string, a they, third string tight end out there balling. They in, they they in business, but just kind of get back on Lamar. I I, I had picked the Ravens to beat. I, I had picked the Texans to beat the Ravens. Just I thought they was gonna do it because I'm such a huge fan of Deshaun Watson and I've been since he was at Clemson, man. And I was very surprised how Baltimore went in there and just. Embarrassing boys, forty-one to seven. The game was never close, bro. The game was never close, dog. Houston didn't score their first touchdown until the fourth quarter. That's crazy. They didn't score to the fourth quarter, dog. And Lamar, he, you know, the way he distributed the football. Mark Ingram with some hellified runs yesterday, well, off the pass, off screens, like getting into the end zone. 
the, the one thing I noticed how this why this team is gonna be dangerous, and do I think they're the best team in football right now? Yeah, I do. Right now they're the best team in football right now. But dog, the defense, the, the all the offensive players, the head coaches, dog, they they got Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. They supporting them. They talking positive, like in the media, on the field. Like it's just like a, it's like they just in sync, bro. They just like tied in. Everybody's locked in, and they believe in this kid. It's gonna be very, very, very interesting to see how this team, well, where this team ends up when it's all said and done. Like they're one game away from being the number one seed in the AFC. They just yeah. need New England to lose one more time, and they keep winning. They right there knocking on the door. Mm-hmm. So, we, we, I mean, we're going to see, man. You know, I think they're going to wrap the division up. He, I think it's going to be easy. You know, I, th- I thought Pittsburgh was trying to make a run. Cleveland, you know, they I got talent. I think game with them and Cleveland going to be a – I think it gonna is, be, too. It's going to be a good game. But you see, you know, what Baltimore is doing, they just hot. And you can see the elements. They're like, okay, we got a hot football team here. Mm-hmm. You know, and their confidence is through the roof. So, Lamar's playing all world. The Ravens are playing all world. And it's just a really, 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 um, I guess, refreshing to see a player like him. You know, just so exciting, just so electric. Like, you don't want to miss a game. And here at the Sports Desk, we don't miss any games. None. Because we have the links. <laughs> we have the links here at the Sports Desk. But, uh, yeah, so we're going to get into some other scores of the game, some scores from yesterday, uh, from Sunday, uh, yesterday in the NFL. And then we're going to talk a little bit of the Jacksonville Jaguars. There's not much to talk there, but, hey, we got to. we from the city. So, week 11 yesterday, uh, we're going to get into some the key games. We had the Jaguars taking the beating. The return of Nick Foles didn't go as planned. Jaguars are losing 33-13 to on the road in Indianapolis. The Colts are now uh, leading the division, the AFC South, with the Texans losing yesterday. Uh, you had the Buffalo Bills keep on going, baby. The Buffalo Bills are surprising 8-2. and two. Eight and two, black. I think they eight, eight, and, eight and two, and they, the dog, the excuse me, they're seven and three. Look, the Patriots better be dog. The Patriots, they ain't on easy street. Like they got teams chomping at their oh, heels. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so they even in their division, the again, too. yeah, even in their division, now, they got the tiebreaker. Yeah. That game was close, but they got the tiebreaker on the, the bill. So yeah. New England, ooh, it, 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 it's looking like something. Speaking of the Patriots, they hung on yesterday, hung on yesterday, and took care of the Philadelphia Eagles on the road, 17-10. Philly had plenty of opportunities to win this game, man. They had plenty of opportunities to win the game, and they just couldn't. Tom Brady did not look his best. The defense looked good, but, you know, we'll see, you know, how that turns up. We had my Dallas Cowboys take care of a game Detroit Lions team. Jeff Driscoll out there throwing it around and, and moving and scooting, you know, doing his thing out there. And But the Cowboys held on. Dak Prescott with another amazing day. I don't know what Jerry Jones is thinking. The price going up, 29 to 46, 444 yards passing and three touchdowns, no turnovers yesterday. That's crazy. And to get a win man. on the road. You know, the Detroit Lions are a game team. Next week, the Cowboys take a visit uh, to New England, and we'll see how that goes. Now, the Carolina Panthers, all the rumors out there, rumors are in innuendos are that Cam Newton is going to go on and find him another team next year, and I guess they were going to go on with Kyle Allen. Y'all sure about that, Carolina? Y'all sure y'all going to stick with Kyle Allen and see what Will Greer got to offer? Because the bottom done fell out in Carolina. The bottom done fell out. Yeah. this I believe this is their third, I believe, straight loss. 
29 to 3 to the Atlanta Falcons. Who, the second straight loss. Second straight yeah, loss because that's the Green Bay last week. But, you know, Carolina's numbers was atrocious, man. 31 to 50, 325 yards passing, no tubs, and four picks. Christian McCaffrey was bottled up yesterday, 14 carries. Uh, 14 carries, only 70 yards. He said average five yards a carry, but yeah, he they had couldn't. He yards receiving, receiving He did, but he they yeah. couldn't do anything. They scored they three points. Do, yeah. So, Carolina Panthers, y'all sure y'all want to uh, give up on Cam? Yeah, let's talk about it. And to me, yesterday, probably the best game of the day yesterday was uh, the Cardinals and the 49ers. I'm really impressed with Kyler uh, Murray, man. This kid is balling, man. It's like he's trying to – he's starting to figure some things out. They gave the 49ers all they could handle. Oh, they, they did. And some. They did. And some. But that was four, a great game. That was a really good game. But the 49ers found a way to win. I mean, they got a lot of good pieces. Uh, tip my hat to Kyle Shanahan, really good head coach, man. 49ers able to get that win, 36-26. Uh, I think Kyler Murray will be your offensive rookie of the year. I think he's starting to take – you know, the stride that everybody thought he was going to take. Uh, Oakland Raiders 17-10 over the Bengals. Uh, the Raiders are one game out of leading the division in the NFC West. We just dogged these boys. Uh. We killed them all at the beginning <laughs> of the year. We killed them. <laughs> we killed them. If the Kansas City the Chiefs. Of football yeah. season, we said it was going to be horrible. If the Kansas City Chiefs lose tonight against San Diego, I mean, excuse me, against the L.A. Chargers, the Oakland Raiders will be in first place. If the Chiefs lose on Monday Night That's Football crazy. tonight. That's nuts. And then in the snoozer, in the sleeper last night, he had the uh, Los Angeles Rams take care of the Chicago Bears, 17-7. One of the worst games of the year I've ever seen. All that talent on the field. Something's clearly wrong with Todd Gurley. Jared Goff is clearly regressing. Mitchell Trubisky will be out of the league in probably another year. Yeah. Um, I will say this, though, and I know it's going to make uh, some Jags fans not too happy with me, but boy, Jaden looked good in that Rams blue. He looked good out there, boy. First primetime game. Sunday night, Jalen Ball, seven tackles, three deflections, almost had a pick, almost had a sack, tackles for loss. He got the post-game interview uh, at the end of the game under the lights, and he was just saying how happy he was to experience this for the first time. And I saw some people on Twitter out of Jacksonville kind of think he was taking shots at the Jaguars. He wasn't taking shots at the Jaguars. He just ain't never experienced it. Mm-hmm. Primetime game, Sunday night football, gets a good team. He had a hell of a game. He getting the post game. He was a player of the game. They named him the player of the game. Jalen Ramsey after the game. So he just looked good in that blue man, and I'm, I'm happy for him. I mean, I'm glad yeah, he's doing ha- his I'm, thing. I'm happy for him. You know, he just he deserved you know to be right. on you know on a stage like that. Man, he's a great player. You right. know, it sucks it couldn't be with the Jaguars. It does. You know, it does. You know, I wish him all the best out there with L.A. with the Rams. He looked good out there, man. Yeah. He looked good. So, that's wrapping up the scores yesterday uh, from yesterday's game, Sunday. But we're going to stop by uh, back in the city in Jacksonville. Jacksonville Jaguars, black. Nick Foles was welcome back yesterday. Foles, 33 or 47, 296 yards passing, two tubs and one pick. But the Jaguars got beat 33-13 and dropped down to 4-6. I think it was safe to say the Jaguars was playing for their season yesterday. They couldn't afford uh, another loss um, to go down. So kind of deflating uh, loss, deflating game for the Jaguars yesterday. No running game. The defense struggled. Just not a good game for the Jags. Mm-hmm. Nick Foles looked pretty good coming back off eight weeks hiatus from a broken collarbone. Like I said, 33-47, 296 and two touchdowns and one pick. You can't be mad at that. But it wasn't no impact plays. So, Black, where are you at with the Jaguars, man? Sitting at four and six, you know, scratching and clawing, still alive, but um, it's not looking good. So, how you feeling today? Well, I think at this point now they got to win out, you know. And um, I, I think, I think, I honestly think, and I think Fred could could would agree with me 
mm-hmm. was saying this. I just think we just need to go on and get off this hope train about us making these playoffs, man. Because you think so, man? At four you coming six? off, you coming off a bye week, a bye week, and you look bad like that. Yeah, you can you can clearly see the chemistry is not the way it's supposed to be. Even though Nick looked good, he didn't look bad. He didn't. The chemistry did. wasn't all there with, no. with, with, with the players the way that it needed to be. Uh, I think this is a big loss going into Tennessee next week, man, because Tennessee uh, coming off a big win and beating Kansas City, like you just lost to the Colts. Like if you lose next week, it's really a wrap, you know. But Yeah, next week the week for sure. Next week is the week. And um, <clears throat> I just, man, I just it's, – it's sad to watch because I'm such a Jaguar fan. You know, I believe the black and teal. That's my team. But mm-hmm. I just hate to see them struggle. And coming off a bye like that, man, I just feel like the defense didn't come prepared. Like, the kicking game, uh, uh, even <laughs> even our kicking game was atrocious yesterday. It so was tough. It was, it was tough to see that uh, from the Jaguars yesterday. Then here with Leonard like Fournette, said, 8 for 23. Yeah, like. 8 carries, 23 yards? 2.9 I don't, I don't, on the ground? I don't know what's going on, like. Something got to be done if you, if they do want to make a run, but I just hope that they don't. You know, I hope that they just <laughs> I hope that he just lose this game against Tennessee. And okay, just call it a year, man. Cause come on, Black, that's I where you at. That's why I'm at with it. And I okay. love my team, man. Like you know, you got some people I, like that, I, man. I just love my I, I I I love my team, but I just you got some people like that, Black. I don't like this brand all of right, football right. that we're seeing. You know, and got some jags out there, man. It kind of people. I seen, I seen some people on Twitter asking for Minshew back. You know, they feel like it's a little better with Minshew. You know, I saw that too. So I'm kind of like, like, what do we stand with it? But you know, man, I just if they do win, they have to win out. It'll be great. But me as a fan, do I want them to win? No, I don't. Because let's just regroup this thing, man, and. Look forward to the offseason, man. It is what it is. Like I don't, I don't want my Jags to just go to the playoffs and make the playoffs and get and have to go home in a wild card game. I don't want to see that. Well, I making the playoffs would be an accomplishment. It would be, but a, a pretty big one for what they've been through. Yeah, but as a fan, you want your team to go far, right? Yeah, yeah of course you do. Of course, you know it'd be a big. But accomplishment. look at their situation, though. I know. If they make, if they can make the playoffs, going through this. You got to tip your hat, man. And then it, it, they showed yesterday the Jaguars, like, has one of the easiest schedules remaining in the NFL. Like, yes, the rest of their schedule is not tough at all. But, uh, well, they, well they, they go to Oakland. They go to Oakland, and then they have the Chargers. Well, they got uh, their next few games. They got uh, Tennessee. Then they got Tampa. They Chargers. Then they go to the Raiders. They go to Atlanta. Then they finish off with the Colts. I wouldn't necessarily say that's easy, Black. I mean, you got a few teams here. Some of them teams just winning some games right now. So I think the only team on here that they should get a win is probably Tampa. The Chargers are going to play. Chargers are going to play. The Raiders are going to play. The Falcons have been playing well. I believe they could beat. I believe they could beat the Chargers. Those teams on that, they're beatable. They're beatable teams. I don't know. You got Duran James coming back. Yeah. I I don't know, man. I just. I feel you, though. What uh, whatever happens at this point, it's just. Like I said on uh, on one of the last episodes, I'm a week by week guy with my Jags, man. If you win, we win. This great. If you lose, uh, it's expected, you know. So I got you. I that's got why you. I'm at with it. But uh, I love my team, man. I really do, you know. I got, I you, hope I got it's, you. Hope it's better days ahead, you know. Not like we saw yesterday. Like I couldn't even watch it, man. I I it turned the TV and I started watching the, watching the Redskins in Miami. I yeah, mean the Jets. Tough. That was a little more exciting to watch the Jets yeah. offense put up 34 points yesterday. 
Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't really have too much to say about it. It's kind of Black kind of said everything. It's kind of lackluster performance from the Jags. Nick Foles didn't look bad, but there are chemistry issues there. But that's to be expected. He hasn't been there in the last seven to eight weeks. This is his second game as a Jaguar. Thank God he was able to get through the game. Jags sitting at four and six. Um, you know, they're still alive. You know, they can if they can put some wins together and some other things take place. You know, we'll see what happens. But do I think they're going to make the playoffs? I don't. I think it's an uphill battle for now. But it's good to see them uh, – it, it'd be good to see them compete and finish out the year on a solid note and somewhere to move forward. Because the Jaguars got a lot of questions they got to answer in the offseason. At the quarterback position with Foles and Minshew, they got to address a lot of areas now. You know, the secondary. Uh, Shark is coming along. He's going to be a mainstay at the wide receiver position. You know, you got to make a decision on Fournette. You know, the Jaguars got a How lot of – use those draft picks? Right. Those first yeah. Round draft the Jaguars picks? got a lot of decisions to make. So, I think for where they are – and a lot of things they got to figure out, I think they're better off than what a lot of people thought they would be. I've said it before, the Jaguars realistic could be like 2-8 and eight right now. You know, they could be 1-9. and nine. You know, they could be terrible. You know what I'm saying? But they're competing. They've won some games. And just yesterday was not good. Colts got back on track. And now the Colts are first place again with Houston losing. You know, so, you know, we'll monitor it. And, you know, we'll continue to see, you know, what the hometown team uh, it's going to be able to do, but all in all, man, you know, um, we'll see what the Jazz can do. We'll just <laughs> see what they can do. We'll see what Sean Conn and them boys going to do, man. All right, man, so that's going to wrap up our NFL, man. We're going to get rid of the NFL. We're going to bring in uh, college football, man. We're going to run down some scores from the key games, and we're going to get right into uh, our college talk, man. Um well, let's just run down the scores first and we'll get into it. So, uh, we get to the key games. Penn State got back on track, 34-27 uh, win over Indiana, uh, the ninth rank. Uh, Penn State, Nittany Lions getting back in action. Alabama, uh, they suffered a great loss. Uh, Tua Tagalava is out for the year uh, with the hip. Uh, he had surgery this morning, and, uh, you know, we'll monitor that, but we'll talk about that injury in just a second. But Alabama took care of business, 38-7. to uh, Michigan handling Michigan State, 44-10. Michigan quietly getting back into the top ten. Uh, Michigan sitting at eight and two, I believe, right now, uh, with two games left in the season. So, I don't think they're gonna make the playoff, but they could definitely make some noise with a with a matchup with Ohio State coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, we had the Gators take care of business. Uh, Missouri twenty three six, and it's kind of sloppy game out there in Missouri. But the Tigers have had the Gators number since they got to the SEC. I believe this is Florida's only second win against Missouri since Missouri has joined the SEC. But the Gators stay alive. They're ranked tenth currently. Um, you had Clemson take care of business 52-3 over Wake Forest. And probably the best game of the day, you had the Georgia Bulldogs take care of the Auburn Tigers um, at Auburn. I, I think Georgia, they confuse me. You know, they just confuse me with what they're going to do from week to week with Fromm and the defense and the running backs with Swift and those boys back there. But, you know, they took care of business and they're in prime position to make the playoffs. You had the Buckeyes take care of Rutgers 56 21 had the Minnesota Gophers go down me and black was clamoring for them Dang, to go undefeated man. and potentially shake things up in the playoff but don't look like that's going to happen now they can still win the Big Ten but if they win the Big Ten I, I still don't see them uh going to the playoff even with one loss even if they do beat Ohio State I don't see them getting in but they have fallen for the ranks of the unbeaten so you had the LSU Tigers put up 58 points on Ole Miss the defense gave up 37 though you know, but they got to win. Joe Burrow with another five-touchdown day as the number one ranked Tigers uh, stayed cruising. And in uh, Baylor University on Saturday night, my son's fifth, fifth birthday party was this past Saturday. 
and everybody was together, me, black. My pops was out there, Fred was out there, and, you know, black just kept coming to me, man. Oklahoma, they didn't let him score it again. Seven, nothing, 14, nothing, 21, three. I kept telling him the whole night. I told him and my pops, man, hey, Oklahoma going to come back and win this game. Y'all chill. They going to come back and win the game, man. And they did just that. <laughs> 34 31 to keep their college football playoff hopes alive, dropping Baylor from the ranks of the undefeated. Okay, so we could get this match to begin in the Big 12 championship. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but Jalen Hurts and the Sooners, they buckled down in the fourth quarter and they came and got them a win. All right, so uh, those are the big games of the weekend so far. But we're going to get into our first storyline of today Tua Tagalayaba. Sorry for butchering your name, man. <laughs> but uh, he's out for the season, Black. Um, at Mississippi State, coming off the loss to LSU, uh, there was a lot of opinions out there. Should he even be playing? Because he's not healthy. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows he wasn't healthy, but Saban played him. There was a 35-7 before this injury took place. And I got some views on Nick Saban about letting Tua continue to play up that big. And then he suffers this severe injury. But I'm going to let you kick it off. How you feel about the Tua injury? We got some good news about Tua that he's expected to make a full recovery. Oh, that's great. So it's not the Bo Jackson injury. So he's going to be fine. But how did you feel about, one, Tua being out there knowing he's banged up, and, two, Nick Saban playing him that deep into the game on 35-7? What you think about that? First of all, I don't think he should have played anyway. You right. know, I think it should have went ahead and went with the uh, went with the bike up, man, against Mississippi State. It's, Miss- <laughs> it's Mississippi State here. You're talking about your run game can handle Mississippi State, you know what I'm saying, and your defense can take care of that. I don't think – I think it was a a bad look on Nick Saban's part and to kind of make you question, like, Nick Saban, like, what are you thinking about? Right. This is the best quarterback you've ever had in your life. In your life as a in coach. In your whole coaching career. This in your is the entire best quarterback career. you've ever had, and you, you handled this kid the wrong way. You know, uh, you should have held him out. I don't think he should have been playing, period. Not just being up 38-7. to seven. I don't think he should have touched that field on Saturday. Mm-hmm. But, um, look, hey, I, I guess Nick Saban, I guess you wanted to prove something to see how the two-minute drill was going to go. And, look, now you got to pay for it. Now you got to pay for it. No, and, no, two was paying yeah, for it. Yeah, well, two, I'm sorry, well, two was paying for it now <laughs> yeah, because man. you could be potentially talking about this man losing out on so much money going into the NFL, you know. Yep. He was potentially looking at a top five pick here in this in the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. Well, what, maybe number one overall. Maybe number one overall. Will, yeah. it, will it stay that way? We don't know. That's yeah. yet to be seen. Seen. So, but I just feel like Nick Saban really dropped the ball. He shouldn't have been playing. Then you you're putting your playoff hopes at on, at risk now with not having him because you still got some tough games ahead. You got to go to Auburn mm-hmm. and play against Auburn, and, and you know Auburn's not a, not going to be a lay, a lay down team. No, and if you lose that game, you're you're one hundred percent done with the playoff now. Yeah, you know. So yeah, man, I just I just hate that it happened to Tua. Man, Tua's a he's a great player. He wanted one of the great football players we've seen come from Alabama. No doubt. You know, one the best quarterback we've seen ever. In, as long as we've been watching Alabama ever, football ever, yeah. ever play. So, yeah. yeah, man, I just hope he makes a speedy recovery. And it's, it's good to hear that right. uh, that he doesn't have that Bo Jackson injury, man, because I thought <laughs> that was going to be a big blow for him in his career. That was the word. In, in his career for football. That but, was the word. Uh, I know he'll make a speedy recovery. And um, uh, the Nick Saban really need to, you know, rethink some things about playing certain guys when they don't need to be playing. Right. I agree. Uh, you know, I, I hated to see Tua go out like that, man. Uh 
And the injury was pretty gruesome, man. Like, this dude was screaming. He was screaming and crying in pain, you know what I'm saying, when this took place. And it was unsettling to watch because he shouldn't have been out there. Kirk Herbstreet and Desmond Howard, they was basically screaming, like, man, this kid doesn't need to play in this game. He, need, he don't need to be out here. He's hurt. He's not healthy. He's not good to go, you know. And they played him anyway. And you're up 35-7. He shouldn't have been in there. He shouldn't have been in there, but he was. And now he's paying the ultimate price. And the reports are he's expected to make a full recovery. He had surgery Monday morning. Um, so he, he, they say he's going to be good to go. He's got enough time to get ready and, 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 and get ready for uh, all the pre-draft and the, the combine and everything like that. So they say he'll be good to go, but you just don't want to see that. Mm-hmm. And he, that's the last image we got of this guy in the Alabama uniform is him screaming and crying on the field because his hip was dislocated because Nick Saban didn't think of the kid's future. And I'm going I'm to blame all this on Saban. Of course, Tua wants to play. He's a player. He's a competitor. Exactly. He wants to go and win. This is his team. He grind with these boys every day. He grind with them off season, during the season. Like, he's been there the last three years trying to get back and win another title. Like, that's what they're trying to do. And so, of course, he want to play. But it's something Nick Saban to say, hey, man, your future is way brighter than Alabama. Like, you getting ready to go to the league, potential number one overall pick. Let's take it easy. We can handle the three and seven <laughs> Mississippi State Bulldogs. And let's get you ready to go for Auburn. Let's see yeah. how good you feel when we get ready to go. But he didn't do that. So, okay, cool. You let him play. He was healthy all the way through. 35-7. He's still in. And then you roll him out on the bootleg. And I know it's football. At any given play, he could have been injured. We know this. This is football. But he broke his hip. He didn't have a shoulder. I mean, he didn't. I mean, it wasn't nothing light. He didn't pull a strain of cap. No, this man broke his hip, bro. His hip. And you saw it in Saban. Saban had tears in his eyes. Oh, yeah, he me Because he, he knew he messed up. He knew. He knew this shouldn't have happened like this. So, I'm not trying to tear down Nick Saban because he's a hell of a coach. And I'm going to give him credit that he, he does look out for the best interest of these players because look at the factory Alabama is. These kids are in prime position to take care of themselves and their families for the rest of their lives. But in this situation here, you lost to LSU. That was the game you needed. You didn't need the Mississippi State, State game. Exactly. So, like I said, I'm not trying to bulldoze Nick Saban, but, hey, man, maybe next time around, you know, you'll do a better job with that. All right. All right, man. On a quick light note before we get into the college football rankings, the Florida State Seminoles are now bowl eligible, Black. <laughs> We're now bowl eligible. Uh, two and no since the firing of Willie Taggart. Uh, we don't know where all no's are projected. I, I probably could look it up and see where they got us in the – uh, uh, the hot dog bowl. Yeah, I took a peek at that yesterday, okay, uh, my boy, and they got us projected to go to the Independence uh, Bowl. Who our opponent might uh, be? Opponent, they say it's looking like the opponent is between two teams. It was between Memphis and the other team was, uh, I think, SMU. One of those type of teams <laughs> like that. So, yeah, just uh, not excited, man. Not excited not at excited, all. Not but excited uh, they got us projected to go to the Independence Bowl, and I think that's a couple days after Christmas. Yeah. Um. Well, the nose are back. <laughs> Bowl eligible. I'm pretty sure we'll be somewhere. All right. Uh, shout out to our uh, interim head coach. Um, Odell Higgins. Odell Higgins. Who, who is got, interviewing for the head coaching position he is, tomorrow. He is. We'll see how it goes. But uh, we'll be talking more Florida State. Matter of fact, I'm going to tell y'all now, uh, once our new head coach's name, we will have a special edition of the sports desk dedicated to Florida State University and our new head coach. 
and kind of talk a little direction. So I'm letting y'all know now you will have a special edition episode when the Florida State Seminoles name their next head coach. And all you haters out there who don't care, this it ain't for you then. It's for you the Florida State. Listen. You ain't got to listen. <laughs> it's for the Noel fans. You know, so it's a state It's a state of emergency when we uh, name exactly. this head coach. <laughs> all right, man, so let's get into this college football playoff, man. We got a new ranking coming out this Tuesday. We're going to go over the last week's rankings. We're going to go around the room. Like I said, we got my man Marcel in the building, man, young Marcel in here. He's a big college football fan. We're going to get his take on who he thinks is going to make the college football playoff his top four teams. And we're going to ask him who he thinks is going to win it all, who he thinks is going to win a national championship this year. So the top four teams in the country, according to last week, LSU was ranked number one, Ohio State number two, Clemson number three, and the Georgia Bulldogs number four. Now, the tricky part here, which I think will happen this week, and, you know, I'll wait for my turn to go, your five, six, and sevens is Alabama, Oregon, and Utah. So I'm going to tell you what I think is going, what we're going to see this Tuesday. But before we kick it off, Black, before we get Marcel in here, what are, you, what are your top four teams going into – um, Tuesday, what do you think the committee – where do you think the committee is going to have uh, these teams, the top well, four? Who are well, the top four? Well, I'm going to say my my opinion. My okay. opinion, you know, um, no question about it, LSU should be number one. For um, sure. I feel like Clemson should be number two. That's just my opinion. Um, well, why do you say Why do you say that? that? Championship because – <laughs> I don't know, man. I guess it's something to be said, man. These guys on the street, man, they hadn't lost a game in, like, I think they said, like, 400 and something game. But, like, it's, it's it was a crazy number. I can't remember exactly what it was. But I just feel like they should be number two over Ohio State. Ohio State hadn't played anybody. Clemson hadn't played anybody either. But mm-hmm. they both demolishing people. And I just think, you know, not losing, being on the street that they're on and doing the things that they're doing, I think it's, I think they should be number two. Ohio State at three and Georgia four, you know. So that's those are my uh, those who I think should be the top four teams. Okay, but uh, I think it's going to get a, a little tricky. So who was your fourth team? My fourth team was Georgia. Okay, yeah, I think it's going to get a little tricky. And I and I said this, I said this. Oregon was was going to be one of my teams in this playoff. We both did. We both did. Mm-hmm. And I think they're in prime position to do such that to do that for sure. Because I don't, I don't, I don't think Georgia's going to beat LSU. I don't think Georgia's going Me to beat either. LSU. Me either. And I really think whoever wins this Pac-12 and we, and it ain't just Oregon. You got yeah, Utah. You got, you got Utah and Oregon seven and six. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not sure if they play each other. They will play in the title game. In the title, okay, we might get that title game. The winner of that game may be in the playoffs. And we said before the season started. If a Pac-12 team have a good year, maybe one loss, maybe undefeated. They're going. And, and sitting in the top ten or somewhere right outside the top five. They're going. That they're going to get a chance to go. Yeah. And that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. So, um, I like where, where they're sitting at. Uh, I like where Oregon is sitting at right now. But, um, yo, those are my top four teams right now. Uh, All heading right. Heading to uh, the announcement for the new. For Tuesday. For Tuesday night. Well, come on in here, Marcel. We got my man, young Marcel, in the building, man. A Marcel, big-time college football fan. And, um, you know, we want to get your take, man. You know, going to have a seat, Marcel. You know, a proud member of the Wilson Wolf Pack. All right. All right, Marcel, you know, just talk right into the mic. And just give me your, give me your top four teams, man. Uh, give me your top four teams in the country. And also, I want you to tell me, who's going to win the national championship this year? 
So talk right into the mic. All right, so my top four, I got LSU, number one. Okay. Number two, I'm going to stick with Ohio State. They got a tough matchup next week against number nine, Penn State. Okay. So see how that's going to go. Number three, I'm going to stick with Clemson. Number four, I got Bama to end up in that. You got Bama to make the college football playoff. Okay, okay. Why Alabama? Why not Georgia? I think Georgia going to lose to LSU in the, in the uh, SEC championship, and that's going to make Alabama number four. Like, they're going to win out against Auburn. So you think Alabama is going to jump an eventual Pac-12 champion in Oregon? Yes, I do. Wow. And why, why would you say that? Why, are you, why would you think Alabama has enough to jump a conference champion in the Ducks? They lost to LSU, but they, they can win out in, in these last few games and beat uh, a 16th-ranked Auburn team, mm-hmm. even though they're 73 right now. Mm-hmm. They can still end up in the playoffs. And that'll be enough. That'll be enough. All right, Marcel, I feel you. So give me your national championship game. Who's going to play for the title and who's going to win it all this year? I got Ohio State and Bama. Playing for the national championship. Yeah, national championship. So who is your champion? Bama. You got Alabama winning it all this year. Okay, that's what's up, man. Um, is there any particular reason why you ride the Alabama wave? Like, well, you just like this team, or you you just seen enough where you think they could go out there and they could beat anybody in the country? Nah, I'm not a I'm not an Auburn fan. I, I like Gators, Gators all the way. Okay, yeah. tell them again. Who you repping? I'm repping the Florida Gators. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. But you just think this Alabama team good enough to win it all? Yes, I do. Okay, ten four, ten four. All right, I'm gonna say you got anything else you want to tell the people, man? You know you're a proud member of the Wilson Wolf Pack. You know, you guys doing your thing. You had a decent season this year. You know, you're looking forward to play, playing a little bit more at defensive back next year, correct? Yeah, the next sophomore year. Okay, so you ready? Ready. All right, man. All right, so shout out to my man's Marcel, man. He stopped by in the building, man, talking a little college football. And y'all be sure to check my man out in the Wilson Wolf Pack next year when they take the field. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate you stopping through, Marcel. Yes, yes sir. All right, so let me get my top four. All right, so my number one overall team. Of course, it's LSU. That's my number one overall team. My number two team, I'm going to go the Buckeyes of Ohio State as well. My number three team is the Clemson Tigers. But my number four team is the Oregon Ducks. I got Oregon at four over Alabama and Georgia. And here's why. People have forgot about Justin Herbert and the Ducks after their six-point loss to Auburn to open up the year. They've been extremely impressive week in and week out, scoring the football, winning consistently. They're not turning the ball over, but just because they're on the West Coast, and this is the East Coast-dominant media, that a lot of people don't talk about these West Coast teams. You don't hear nothing about no one. You don't hear nothing about Utah. We don't hear anything about the Pac-12. I know a lot of people who uh, watch uh, college football, like my man Charles. He just poo-poos on the uh, Pac-12. He like, get them out of here. You know, people like Cedric Farr and, and my boy James Dangleman. Them boys like, man, get the Pac-12 out of here. That's not even a real conference of football. Like, we don't care about none of that. But I'm like, how y'all going to say that? Justin Herbert is potentially the number one overall pick in this draft. This mm-hmm. is a senior quarterback. The Ducks are 8-1, and 9-1 and one right now. And no disrespect to Georgia, but, dog, let's look at the resumes. If you want to say Georgia and Oregon, bruh, Georgia lost at home to an unranked South Carolina Gamecocks, my boy. They lost to the Gamecocks. <laughs> they did. <laughs> At home. Oregon lost to a, what, top 15 team to open the season in a neutral site? Huh? Yeah. So, what? what, what where's the difference there? Because they play in the SEC? Okay, cool. But they beat, they beat Florida? Okay, cool. 
Georgia, who else Georgia beat? They beat Notre Dame. Okay, cool. But look what Notre Dame doing right now. How good was that team? How good was they? Not that good. So if you want to call it neck and neck, cool. But I'm going to pull Oregon at four. And I think, I don't think the committee is going to have them at four. I think the committee is actually going to stick hold to. But I do think the committee is going to let Oregon jump Bamba. I think Oregon will be fifth by the committee on Tuesday. I think so. I think Oregon will jump them. Okay. I think they'll jump them. But, you know, we'll see. You know, it, it, it's it's a debate right now. This is what we love to do here at the Sports Desk. But, so, tell me this. How you feel yo, about no, we t- not just you just can't talk about Oregon. You got to talk about Utah too now. I don't believe in them. <clears throat> you don't. I don't. I don't really believe in them. Their their strength of schedule is worse than Oregon's. They ain't played nobody. I, who, who they ain't played? They I think they only played one ranked team this year. I think they beat Washington. When Washington was like ranked nineteenth or something like that. Like they ain't played no one. Okay. You know I haven't seen them go up against anything that is going to cause any type of trouble, man. And you know you look at the remainder of their schedule. Go ahead. So you feel like, which we I really believe we are going to get that Utah and Oregon, you know, title, ch- game. title game. What if Utah beats them? You still don't find their way in that playoff? <sighs> I'm going to say no. I'm going to say if Utah wins the Pac-12 and they beat Oregon in the Pac-12. You can't put Utah in there. You're going to keep Bama. Well, then the conversation gets into teams like – Alabama, and then who else is? Uh, oh man, that's tough. Black. I'm. I'm really thinking about it, man. Yeah, it's it's tough. It, it's a, it's because a below lot. them is Penn State, Minnesota. I think they will cancel themselves out because they're not going to win their conference championship. So that's going to leave the door before Oklahoma. Yeah. For Oklahoma. So if you put their resumes up, Oklahoma and Utah. And I was looking at another scenario, uh-huh. and I know. Let's just. I just want to talk about it. Like, let's just say, because it's not far-fetched, let's just say Georgia beats LSU. Let's say Georgia beats LSU. Georgia's in and LSU LSU's is still in. still a lot. They in right now. They in. They in because right they, now. Because of their resume yeah. who they beat throughout the year. Five top ten. Five top Four ten beaters. Yeah. They still have to be in there. Right. And, like, ugh, what, the thing is going to be where they're going to sit at. You know, what, what number they're going to be if Georgia does beat them. My Just thing is, like, what's going to happen with Bama? What's going to happen to Oregon in that state? If, They're not if in. LS, if LSU does lose. They're not in. They're not in. And then we'll have that thing again, like we were saying before, before the season started. Two SEC schools. Two SEC schools in this championship. And I don't think no one saw the scenario coming. But it could it could be that. No, 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 no. I know. The, 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 it's set. The, yeah. scenario, the scenario is there. Yeah, Georgia it's, it's LSU are playing there. for the SC title. Yeah. That's already set in stone. It's, it is. If Georgia beats LSU, yeah. both of those teams are in. <laughs> They're in. Georgia's in. in. LSU is no in. There's no way you can leave LSU out. And then no you, way. And then it's Ohio State and Clemson. <sighs> you would need Ohio State to lose in the Big Ten championship game. You would need them to lose. But even if they or if lose, Michigan beats them, so even if they lose, you still say they're out one hundred percent. If if Michigan beats Ohio State and and Ohio State losing the Big Ten championship game, oh, so you saying they got to lose twice? So I'm saying Ohio State I'm saying said, if they beat Michigan and then didn't lose. Let's just say they lose to Minnesota in a championship game in a three point loss. If it's like a three point loss, Ohio State's in. They still in with that one loss. Did the conversation be between them and Oklahoma and Oregon? I don't know, Black. I ain't going to say Ohio yeah, State's in. The, I love I, it, though, talking about madness. it because it's we could potentially see some of these scenarios. We could see what what you said needs to happen. Georgia needs to beat LSU for this to happen. 
mm-hmm. for for it to get crazy. Yeah. Because now you're looking at potentially three one-loss conference champions for one spot. Exactly. A Big Ten one-loss champion, a Big 12 one-loss champion, and a Pac-12 one-loss champion. And that, and, 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 and in that scenario, you don't have the Ducks getting in on that scenario if LSU gets beat. I just don't think the committee will get them in there. Okay. I just don't think they'll do it. Everything needs to go as planned for Oregon to get in. So this is so this is the thing. Basically, if Georgia beats LSU, mm-hmm. we basically going to see what we got already, just a different seeding. Correct. I still think LSU going to be number one. Really? With a loss. Wow. They resume, bro. They resume is disgusting, bro. So you don't think they lose? You don't mm, think they? Move I think they number one. Number I one. think they number one no matter what the rest of the way. Until we start the playoff. Wow. Okay. They got five top ten wins. They do. They five. Do. <laughs> they went to Texas when they was ranked 10 and beat them. They did. They beat Florida when Florida was ranked twin, uh, a 10. They went to Tuscaloosa when Alabama was ranked third and beat them, bro. They beat Auburn when Auburn Two. was ranked. Yeah. They beat Auburn when Auburn was ranked in the top 10. Like, and somebody, who, they beat somebody else too. I can't even think of. And, but in Florida, one ten, Florida was like number seven. Yeah, but they was up there. They was up there. I mean, I don't. We gonna we gonna have a debate about it. A debate about this. Because this, sti- this thing is gonna get sticky. It's gonna get bro. sticky. But if LSU goes undefeated and win the national championship, this could be one of the greatest scenes in college football history, due to their resume, who they beat. When the last team with that schedule, won a, yeah. with the schedule, with the schedule, you a right. gauntlet like I one hundred percent agree with you on that. I don't yeah. think I don't think we ever seen it, bro. We haven't. Not, That's a not, gauntlet. Not, not a team. They said it was LSU and Auburn had the, the the toughest schedule in college football this year. But this LSU schedule, though. Oh yeah. To start the year, when you looked at it, you was like, oh, ain't no way, ain't no way LSU do, ain't no way LSU does anything. Oh, we we didn't see LSU being what they are. No one, no one, no one saw LSU doing this. But these boys is undefeated, sitting at number one. They taking care of that business, bro. But we'll so see. Win or lose, you got them being number one as a lock. Period. Win or lose, yeah, number one. They number ten Texas. They knocked off. Number they top ten Florida team, top ten Auburn team, top ten Alabama team. They beat Mississippi State when Mississippi State was in the top fifteen. They just got a bunch of wins, man. So I don't know. We'll see. But like you said, I think we are headed for a sticky, sticky situation. Yeah, I hope situation. my ducks get in there though, man. I wanna. Yeah, I hope, I hope. I that hope they get pick, in there. Man. I hope they get in there too. I really hope they get in there too. All right, you know. But we're gonna see what happens. But all right, man. You know that that's gonna wrap up our college, uh, football talk, man. Shout out to Marcel coming in, hollering at us, man, giving us his thoughts and opinions uh, on uh, what's gonna happen. In the top four, man. But we about to we about to we about to go into this this NBA, man. This this is where a lot of our energy is just invested right now, especially what's happening in Los Angeles, California. But we're not going to start there with the Lakers. Uh, yes, we are. We're, we're gonna we're gonna start yeah, there. We're gonna call. Yeah, yeah. We, we that's what we supposed to start. Yeah, we we, we, sh- we should first. we should. So we're gonna call my man Fred. And get my man Fred on the phone. Um, and the, the Lakers are the number one team in the entire NBA. Yeah, hello. Yes, sir, Freddie Brown. You're back on the Reduced Lunch Action Sports News Desk. Okay. And we are currently speaking about the Los Angeles Lakers, sir. And, and we've missed you here at the sports desk, We Fred. miss you, my boy. We miss you, man. 
and we need to hear your thoughts on the Lakers, the haters, and where you see this team going, man. So, Fred, please, please talk to us, man, about the Los Angeles Lakers and the Kane. I think this is the best outcome we could have ever expected from a Laker team because, I mean, you just look at all of the uh, options, and it seems like everybody is eating. I'm, I'm looking at the White is getting like 18 points some games, and yeah. it's just like people you wouldn't even expect to have these 20 but the schools is going over 20 plus. With AD and LeBron still getting their numbers, in, and like I called at the beginning of the year, LeBron is going to lead the league in assists this year. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. It's just great. Um, it's great to be a Laker right now. Yes. Um, it's great to see Kobe. You yes. Know what I'm back in the building. The God. I mean, the God. Yeah, last year, yeah, last year was kind of rocky, but I think for the for the people who had faith, there wasn't many of us who had faith. We had the the original Laker fans, uh-huh. the LeBron fans. We came together, and some of us yes. kept the faith. Yes, the LeBron supporters. Like, yeah, some of us like Cedric Paul. Yes. Yeah, LeBron just should have never changed. Yeah. You know, yeah, Cedric Farr. Yeah. I was so tired of hearing that shit. For sure. From Laker fans. Yes. And it's great. You know what I'm saying? Shaq is uh, made up with the White Howard. Yeah. It's all cohesive. Yeah. I'm, I'm really looking at. I, I, I'm literally looking at a three P. Okay. And the reason I say three P because niggas haven't seen Boogie Cousins yet. Nope. You understand? Like nope. he's coming in on the. He'll be back next year. Yes, he will. They'll have all season. Yes. Um, Inside. No one. Like LeBron, they can go in the hole and do anything they want against anybody. At any time. We'll stop them. Yes. Keep talking yeah, to him, Fred. Excited. Yes. Excited, yeah, Fred, I got a, I got a couple questions for you, man. You know, we was at Young Kyrie birthday party on Saturday night, and uh, our homeboy Smooth, you know, aka yeah. Rob, you know, he, you know, <laughs> we know he kind of in and out as a Lakers fan, man. We kind of know, and you know, Fred kind of yeah. laid down some 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 parameters for people like Cedric Farr <laughs> and people like Smooth, that they're not allowed to celebrate the three-peat. So, yeah, so, Fred, could you kind of let us know, man, what are they allowed to celebrate? Which one? Hmm. Which championship? I mean, <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, they're just, they're just not allowed. They're just, they're just not there to have my guy LeBron come in. And shout out to the Lakers fans who were up to it the first year. For sure. Because it wasn't a lot. It wasn't a lot of them. You know, it was hard on us, bro. It was hard on us, bro. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they gave my man the mirror in L.A. You got Lakers fans on. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. I mean, it was just chaos. Just disgusting. Just Jed disgusting. And Rob. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I hear talking about all this shit in the game. Mm-hmm. That blah, blah, fucking blah. Now what? 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 Get them out the paint. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah they, I don't. I, I wouldn't. You're not celebrating these first two championships. <laughs> now, by the time we get to the third one, we may let up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like we may let up on you. you know, but these first two, you're not celebrating these first two. I think these first two championships are for the troopers. Yes. The ones who've been here through the struggle. Yes, we've been here, you dog. Know, with Lance Stevenson and them, but the ones and for the LeBron fans too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Oh, 
That nigga said 40 and 40. <laughs> yes, dog. <laughs> that boy said B.I. <laughs> no, we're not trying to ever do that. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's go. Nah, 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 we not, we not rebuilding anything, sir. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Yeah, you know, Fred, like I said, we, we missed you here on the sports desk, dog. We, we just had to get you in here on this Laker talk because me and Black, me, me and Black getting ready to baptize uh, these Laker haters, yes, man. Yes, we are, boy. And, yes, and, we are. And, you know, quite frankly, man, when, when, when you hit us back, Fred, it's going to get quite disgusting, bro, the things you hear we getting ready to say about folks. You know, because we finna talk about Pat Bev. And out here getting smoked for 47 with James Harden just doing whatever the hell he wanted to do. You know, we just finna talk about it. PG coming back. He scored 35 in his first game back, and they lost by 10. All right, bro, to the Pelicans. To the Pelicans. All right, bro, we finna talk about it, Fred. So, yeah, Fred, hey, man. Hey, we appreciate you calling, uh, you know, picking up for us, man. We calling you back. Hey, talk we miss about you, Lakers. boy. We miss you, man. No doubt, no doubt, man. Y'all enjoy the day. All right, Fred, be easy. Yo. Yo. Yeah, man. So that was our boy Fred, man. You know, you know, calling in, talking. But we finna get into it, man. Los Angeles Lakers right now, Black. They are ten and two. Oh yeah. We're the number one team in the West. Oh yeah. We still top five in defense. We're the number one offensive team in the NBA. Uh, we are proficient, efficient. I don't even know if proficient is a word, but that's what we are. Damn yeah. it. You know, so we doing our thing, man. LeBron, AD, the bench, cools his back, scoring beautifully. Like the Lakers are in tip top shape, and we are gonna get into the rest of the league. But we want to talk, Black. I want to hear from you. How you feeling this week about the Lakers? What, what what have you been seeing? And what are you most surprised about about the Lakers right now that are 10 and 2? What are you most surprised about watching them? I think it's I think it's how dominant he looks, man. It's a look dominant. But I want to go back to uh Okay. I want to take a step back. Yes, sir. Before the season started, media day. Mm-hmm. And my God, LeBron, I don't know if too many people remember, but I'm gonna remind y'all mm-hmm. when the questions were asked to LeBron, you know, how do you feel about the season? Well, LeBron actually told y'all, well, my mama told me don't be about that talk. Mm. Be about that business. Mm. And that's what we are seeing in the mm. first in the first couple of games of this season. Mm-hmm. My man is about business, man. He's Big about time. business. Big time, And man. I know it's still early. I know it's still early. For sure, for sure. But uh, I'm enjoying it because uh, we got cheated out of seeing my boy in the playoffs last year. Yeah. And I think he's reminding everybody in the world who's the best player in this league. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of the Kawhi talk. Mm. I'm sick of all of this, man. Mm. I'm sick of it all. Yes, sir. And to see LeBron have the team around him, mm-hmm. I know he wakes up happy every day. Oh, man. He don't have to, his mind don't have to wonder about how we're going to get this done, what I have to do. He don't even look stressed he don't, this he year. He even look stressed. He look like he's just having fun. Like he's just going to play. He looks like he looked in Miami. He looked relieved, He looked bro. relieved. He just can go play. Go play basketball. So beautiful, though. It's beautiful to finally see. And, and if <sighs> any other player in the league uh, deserve it's him. He deserves what's happening right now. For sure. Because LeBron always had the hard way. He had to get it the hard way. Grind. He had to grind and get it the hard way. Grind. And for something to be a little easier, I'm happy for him. I'm happy. It's about that. Because that's time. what it looks like. It's 
It's no one in this. It's no one in the NBA, yeah. even the Clippers, even though we lost to them already. Sure. I don't even think the Clippers are going to be able to really match up with this thing. Once we get full force, and then once Rondo gets back in the groove and where he's supposed to be at, I think this thing is going to be crazy. And Fred just spoke on Boogie. Uh, even even without Boogie, it's no stopping it. Boogie for Boogie there for championship no, number two. It's no stopping it. Like we were talking about the other night at my godson's party, we mm-hmm. were saying the Lakers need another piece. I agree. Need another shooter, need another not shooter. down, not we down shooter. shooter. But at the same time, I do want us still to get Evo Dollar defensively because we already great defensively. Um, Frank Vogel is showing y'all his his defensive mind can work with any team. And you said that black when the, uh, said, se- the- when the, when the season started, you said that. You know, it was a lot of criticism bringing in Frank Vogel. Yeah. But you said, you said defensively, he going to get the Lakers right. And, man, you spot on with that, spot man. On. I mean, do you see how we just locking in defensively? Locking in. I'm talking about every position, one through five. And, you know, and, and then I think it's being AD being the engine of it. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. And then you got guys like LeBron. He's like, I need to get my – I need to get, he need to get together too. Defense. This and is the best has. defense we've ever seen out of LeBron in his career. Yeah. I feel like we have. Since the, the Miami. Best. Since Miami. Since my, you would say since Miami, Miami days? Yeah, since Miami. I'm going to say period. I th- and, and, and because – He was the best perimeter defender in the league when he was in Miami. Okay. He was the okay. best perimeter defender in the league. Yeah. Well, I just – man, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm excited, man, to see what he's what is going at. Yeah. And I just want to speak on – first, I'm going to – first, I want to say this to – Fellow co-worker of mine, uh, Cedric Fuller. Okay. He's an avid listener of the Sports Dash. Shout out to you, Mr. And, Fuller. Uh, I just want to get on him. I want to say about the disrespect oh. of last night of the baptism we seen and we wasn't in church. <laughs> and you, you know what? We were in church. We was in the Staples Center. We was rapping. Pastor you know, giving out baptism. Whoever wanted it could got it. Could could get it. And they got and it. I just want to say to you, Curtis Fuller. First, don't be a hater all your life, man, on LeBron James. Mr. Man. Fuller, chill you know, out, man. I had this guy sending me stuff on Instagram mm. of Michael Jordan dunking on Greg Ostertag at 34 years old. I was like, bro, okay. stop reaching, bro. We understand. Okay. Okay. Michael Jordan is great. I understand it. For sure. But in 17 years, in 17 seasons at 34 years old, was a Michael Jordan doing this? I no. don't know if he was doing no. this. I think well, he was with the Washington then I, Wizards. Then I get this. We, you know people reaching when they say, well, he didn't jump. Oh. Y'all no, 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 yeah, and it's just great to see, man. And uh, I want everybody to know I'm not a Laker fan, but I love LeBron. LeBron supporter. We in supporter. this together. I'm a supporter. We, we in this together. together. You know, whatever when, whatever LeBron do, does well, I love it. You the, know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, this is benefiting so many people. And this all is you, a dual community here now. And all you haters and all you partials mm. and uh, all you uh, smooths and all you Cedric Fars, you guys, <laughs> y'all can cut it out, man. Just y'all cut it out, together. man. Y'all need to either get it together or get up off this train because we riding. We riding this year. We riding all the way for to, the, to the trophy. Sure. For sure. We riding all the way to the finals and to the championship because that's what's going to happen. Yeah, man. You know, yeah, you know. shout out to my dogs, man. Smooth, man. And, and my dog, Cedric Farr. I just don't want – I said, let me talk to you first, man, if you just so happen to hear this. I don't want you to be the guy, man, that calls me in the middle of the night – 
out of the blue, man, and 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 you see the Lakers are doing things, and you. I am back. What it do, baby? I don't want that to be you, man. I don't want that to be you, man. I don't want you to wake up in a LeBron jersey with some 17 zone and you come running up to me, man, while we're out enjoying the championship. And one more time, man, I don't I don't want you to be trying to jump on the, the bandwagon. I said, I know you a Laker fan. I know you are, man. Kobe, me and you, I remember me and you ride or die. Lakers, baby, Kobe. And I know how you feel about Bron, but you got to get rid of that, said. Or we're going to have to ask you to leave the Staples Center. We're going to have to ask you to leave, said. Now, I don't want to have to do this, man. Come on. I don't want to do it. I am back. What it do, baby? <laughs> we don't want you to be like Skip. We don't want you to be like Skip Bayless, you know, rededicating himself to Kawhi Leonard, man. Don't, don't be like this, said. And smooth. Bro, I don't know what to think about you, man. You a warrior, you a Laker, man. I know you a Laker, but you're a warrior. We don't know. But you need to make up your mind too, man. So I'm going to give y'all boys a deadline. By next Monday, before the next episode of the Sports Desk, we're going to have y'all boys on. And we need an answer, man. We're going to call y'all in, and we need an answer. Are you riding with the Lakers, yay or nay? I don't want to hear nothing about Braun. I don't want to hear nothing about how you feel about Braun. This is about the purple and gold. Two communities have came together here. This is a marriage. Yeah. It is the LeBron supporters, and it is the diehard Los Angeles Lakers fans. We have came together. Now, y'all cut this out. <laughs> Said it's smooth. Now, anybody else, Mr. Fuller, you need to cut it out, too. I don't even know who you are, sir, but you need to cut it out because you're seeing what we're seeing. All right, so that's my first take. And let's get into this basketball. Black, we're 10-2. I am so surprised uh, about how early the Lakers have came together. Mm-hmm. We playing well defensively, offensively. We blocking shots. We shooting threes. I am just blown away, man, of how quickly just we are just in sync. Like, I really don't see anywhere where we need to improve as a team. As a team. From passing the basketball, and I know we all in agreement, the Lakers may need another knockdown shooter eventually. You know, if Caldwell Pope can get his act together, maybe we won't need one if he can get his act together. Because I don't know what the hell going on with KCP. Mm-hmm. He need to get right. Now, I believe. Excuse me. Well, I he believe, just had a good game the other night. I believe in KCP. Yeah. But for some reason, over the last two weeks, man, he just—I don't know if he's been dealing with something personally. I don't know what he got going on. But he need to fix it. We got Danny Green out here hopping off two feet, yamming, yamming, dunking. You got the whole bench going crazy. <laughs> Dwight Howard about to pull out his dresses because Danny Green dunking. <laughs> LeBron out here baptizing folks. Like, this thing is serious, bro. We're not missing any games here at the sports desk. We're not. Because we have the links. You know what? I'm mad at myself, D. What's that, Black? Because I fell asleep last night, man, rocking my little 10-month-old son, For sure. Easton. Shout out, Young Easton. Shout out, Young Easton. And I missed the game, man. You did, man. And you missed a. What did I tell you when I walked in? I yeah. said, man, I missed the game, man. Yeah, man. It's and I, and and I hurt for me, you. You said, man, you missed the great one. It was a symphony, dog. <laughs> From the tip, the great Kobe Bryant was in the building. Shout out to the Mamba. The Mamba Shout was out saying, Black Mamba. Shout out to the Mamba who was sitting front row with Young Gigi. You know him and LeBron chopping it up right there. The Lakers winning by thirty the whole game. Trey Young was out there looking like, dog, what is this? <laughs> Trey Young was like, what is this? Well, what's happening out here in Staples? So, then, you know, like I said, you know, we are Lakers supporters here. We are LeBron supporters here. We are together in this fight to win the championship. So, we, you know, we're going to see how it turns out. But the Lakers are 10-2, number one offensive team in the league. 
top five defensive team in the league, and we're playing well, man. So we're gonna get into uh, you know, the rest of the league here. But of course, man, we and Black was right. I don't know why I was tripping Black. How dare I not start with the Los Angeles Lakers? Yes, that's every show. Yeah, you're right. There's no question, my bro. Bad, we my start bad. with the purple and gold. Yes, sir. And LeBron James, yes, Anthony sir. Davis, yes, sir. Danny Green, yes, sir. And yes. uh well, I'm missing some people. I'm missing a few people, but you know hey, who you Rondo, are. Rondo, Dwight, yeah. Kuzma, <laughs> the whole squad. We repping, dog. Every show. Hey, and don't y'all ever forget it. This is purple and gold. I don't care what you say. <laughs> All right, here we go. So a couple of things did take place uh, this week in the NBA. Paul George made his return, man. Paul George made his return to the Clippers. He has played uh, two games with the Los Angeles Clippers. The Clippers are sitting out, sitting at the number six seed in the West right now with a eight and five record. Only one game back of the fourth seed. Uh, I will say this about Paul George. He came back and gets the Pelicans. And Paul George had uh, – he played 24 minutes, uh, nine rebounds, four assists, and he had 33 points. Mm-hmm. He did look good. He looked good. He looked smooth. His, his shot was falling. He looked pretty good. But they lost. They lost to the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. They lost. 132 to the And then they say, Kawhi. oh, Kawhi wasn't there. Okay, cool. But look at this team assembled. The, the game Anthony Davis missed, well, LeBron did. Oh, yeah. We went one by dub. Double digits. Mm-hmm. We took care of business. And <laughs> – so, PG, you can, it's his first game back. Okay, cool. But he scored 33. Most nights, that's more than enough to get you a win. Exactly. Okay, cool. So, he come back for his second game. They played the Hawks. Now, I can't lie, Black. They beat these boys by 40 points. They did. 150, <laughs> 150 to 101. Now, when I saw that, now, me and my pops was watching the game a little bit Saturday night. When I saw that, I was like, oh, my God. PG dropped 37. I don't even think Kawhi played. Kawhi didn't, didn't even play, play that game either. He didn't play. And that. he boys won by 40. I will give the Clippers this. They're well coached. They probably have the best coach besides Greg Popovich in the league in Doc Rivers. He knows what to do with this. And they're going to have to integrate Paul George and get him and uh, Kawhi Leonard on the same format. Cool. I understand that. The reason I am not super concerned about the PG Kawhi Leonard going forward as far as sitting on the perimeter, dog, ain't neither one of them going to take LeBron away. Who's going to take LeBron away? But you know what matchup I like? Some people might say I'm crazy. I like Kuzma against PG. Oh, man. I like oh, it, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. I like it, man. I like it. You look at their oh, body yeah. types, PG 6'9", Kuzma 6'9". Kuzma can that's run. That's going to be a battle. P- that's going to be a battle. Yes, it is. I like that matchup. Yeah. So LeBron and Kuz versus PGM and, and Kawhi Leonard, give me that. Because guess what? We ain't even, even mentioned Anthony Davis yet. <laughs> so Montrez. And then, and then if you want to speak on us with the clip, you know what, man? I'm just going, I'm just finna say this, mm, man. Talk to him, Christmas man. Day, I know we looking ahead here, but Christmas Day, Christmas Bruh. Day, I cannot Bruh. wait. Bruh. Because Bruh. we finally going to get to see both teams Hopefully, knock on hopefully, wood, hopefully. at full strength. For sure. At full strength, because we didn't have a PG for the Clippers. We didn't. We didn't have a Rondo or a Coos. We didn't. Against against the Clip, against the Clippers. Everybody back. Everybody back. Everybody everybody is back. Everybody and like back. you said, these matchups, man, are going to be great. And yeah. I'm like, I'm looking at this thing with Coos being back in the way he's playing. Mm-hmm. And you don't think that's going to take any more pressure already off of Anthony? What do you do with Anthony Davis? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? 
If you think Montrez Harrell is going to hold up, you got me fooled. You got to be fool. You got to be dumb to think mm-hmm. Montrez Harrell is going to hold up against Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen. We played them game one at the mm-hmm. beginning of the year. Yeah. At the beginning of the year. Yeah. For sure. Game one. For sure. This is, I believe it's still the same team, but it's on a different level now. Mm-hmm. It's just on a different level now. Mm-hmm. Like these boys, I feel like these boys are going to ride this wave the whole year. Mm-hmm. And the board and and they and they're so good. Good, our, our guys like LeBron, AD, they're going to get the appropriate rest that they need mm-hmm. to keep this train rolling. But I'm excited. I think I'm not as much excited about the Clippers Lakers matchup as mm-hmm. I was before basketball started mm-hmm. because I'm looking at this thing and then you just what you just said about putting Kuz back in the mix, like him and PG. That's going to be a battle. With PG can't be worried about no LeBron. Mm-hmm. You. <laughs> You gonna have to leave that to Kawhi, bro. Yep. yep. And I don't even think Kawhi gonna be able to hold up against LeBron in the four quarters because of the type of player he is. LeBron don't need the ball to beat you. He does not. He doesn't. He doesn't. He's proven that. Eleven. He he's averaging what ten assists mm-hmm. a game. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need the ball to beat you. Everybody else will. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to score the ball to beat you. And I think, and, and if I'm not mistaken, one of the games he just had the other night, he had like 19 points, like. 15 assists. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't have to have a scoring game where he drops 30 and beats you. Mm-hmm. So, man, I'm excited, man. I'm excited, man. I'm excited about this. I feel like it's going to be unstoppable. Unstoppable. I, it's, I, I if agree. it's a team out there, y'all tell me. Y'all tell me. If y'all want to ride with the Clippers, okay, that's cool. That's cool. We fine with We're that. We fine with that. We're going to get to see that real soon. Real soon. December 25th, 8 p.m. All right. So, we're going to shake out the rest of the West. And, 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 you know, yeah, you're right. You know, we Lakers, lovers, bias, LeBron supporters, all that. But we're going to shake out the rest of the West. You got the Rockets on the roll, 10-3. and three. The Rockets on the roll, man. Oh, yeah. James Harden playing out of his mind, out man. Mind. The other night he dropped 47 points on Pat Bell, this so-called one of the best uh, uh, perimeter defenders in the league. And we're going to play a little clip by Russell Westbrook, man. Russell Westbrook kind of kept it funky on Pat Bell. And I thought it was funny. Because, you know, him and Pat Bev don't get along at all. You know what I'm saying? So, Westbrook had a little funny. You don't guard nobody, man. Just running around doing nothing. It's not. As you've seen, what happened? 47. All that commotion to get 47. Pat Bev trick y'all. Yeah, so Westbrook was saying... Pat Bell be tricking y'all, man. He don't play no defense. He just be running around there, hooting and hollering, making all these little antics, man. He don't be doing nothing out there. That's what uh, Russell Westbrook said when James Harden dropped the four to seven piece on this knocking <laughs> the other night. You know, and I don't think that about Pat Bell. I think Pat Bell was, of course, one of the best defenders perimeter in the league. But I know Westbrook and uh, uh, Pat Bell got a little history there. But you know, the Rockets are on a roll, man. They are on a big, big roll, and they're sitting at ten and three, sitting at a number two seed in the West. Nuggets are still in uh, good shape, nine and three. Jazz got they act together. They in the fourth spot, eight and four. And the Phoenix Suns, man. They had a great game with the Lakers, man, the other night, man, in Phoenix, man. That was a great game, man. And the Phoenix Suns, they hooping, man. They hooping. But this, they hooping. Seven this, and four, fifth in the West. And I just want to speak on this real quick. Mm-hmm. That goes to speak for the uh, for the Lakers defense this season. Yeah. Uh, Devin Booker has been on a tear. If, guys, if y'all tear. guys haven't been seeing basketball in these first tear. 10, 11 games. Tear. He's been on a tear. Tear. Uh, he played. He went up against the Lakers and was held to uh, twenty-one points. No impact plays. No impact plays. Whatsoever. No impact plays whatsoever. Yep. yep. So no three. He, he didn't make a three that game either. Y'all might say, "Oh, he just jo- I don't care. I'm mm-hmm. jo- 
I'm all over it. For sure. This season. I just want y'all to be, I want y'all to be reminded every episode that we have, we're going to remind you guys about the Los Angeles Lakers and what they're doing every game. We're going to remind you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every sure. player that y'all say could do something, we're going to remind you what that player does in the game against the Los Angeles Lakers. For sure. For sure. Well said, Black. Uh, so you got the, you got the Clippers at six at eight and five, Mavs at seven and five, Timberwolves seven and six, and OKC Thunder, man. They're five and seven, but they're ninth in the West, man, sitting right outside the eighth spot, man. So Western Conference is competitive. We got a lot of good teams there. Let's go ahead and switch it over to the Eastern Conference. Boston Celtics are balling, man, sitting at ten and two. 10 and 2. They won 10 games straight before they suffered their second loss of the season the other night. Uh, Marcus Smart shot rimmed out, uh, which would have gave them the win uh, the other night, man. But the Boston is playing well, sitting yeah. at 10 and 2. You got the Miami Heat, man, two seed in the East. 9 and 3, man. Bucks, 9 and 3. They the three seed. Fred said that was his team, too. He did say he that. Said yeah, that. he said that as well. So you got the Raptors, fourth seed, 8 and 4, man. 76 is a little disappointing, man. They sitting at 8 and 5, fifth seed. I mean, fifth spot uh, in the East, man. I would expect the Sixers to be playing a lot better. This is their conference to win this year. You know, you have arguably the best big man in the game uh, with Joel Embiid. You got a premier freak at point guard with Ben Simmons. You got a nice bench. You got some shooters, and they seem to be struggling. Uh, that's to also be said about the Pacers. Now, they're 7-6. and six. They had a cute signing, obviously, them working in Brandon Brock, uh, Malcolm Brogdon. I know Miles Turner's been out with injury, and I know they're waiting on Oladipo to get back. But, you know, kind of waiting for them to kind of get it going, man. And um, Which they will. I believe they'll get it going. Yeah, once. I think yeah. so, too. And the Brooklyn Nets sitting at 5-7, and seven, man. I didn't expect them to be here. I know Durant is not there. But that Nets team made the playoff minus D'Angelo Russell. Kyrie Irving is there. They're 5-7 and seven, sitting ninth. And it's making Fred look right. Fred said that Kyrie Irving is a great talent, but he's not going to be able to keep this team in position like they was last year. Last year, they was a fifth or sixth seed in the East, and they took the 76ers to six games in the first round of the playoffs. So we'll see what's going on with the Nets there. But that kind of wraps up the East and the West uh, Western Conference uh, standings out there. So one last bit of NBA news. Uh, Melo's back. Carmelo Anthony is back. Uh, this past Thursday night, the Portland Trail Blazers signed Carmelo Anthony. Uh, he has a non-guaranteed deal. Basically, it's like a week-to-week contract. Uh, but he will be debuting sometime this week against the Port- against uh, well, with the Trail Blazers. We thought it was going to be against the Rockets in Houston on Tuesday night. But uh, they've already came out and said Melo won't be playing uh, against the Rockets on Tuesday night. So, But he is expected to debut this week. So I just want to say I'm happy for Melo. Melo is one of the most prolific and greatest talents of scoring the basketball we've ever seen in basketball. Yeah. He's been a staple in the NBA since he's been to the league. And I feel the way he was treated when he was ousted out by the Rockets was unfair. I think it was very terrible the way the Rockets treated him because we never got an explanation why Melo was released. They were on a road trip. He was in his hotel room, and in the middle of the night, Daryl Morey called this man to say, your services are no longer needed. And they sent him home. They sent him home. And Melo was like, man, we got a game to play. Like, what you talking about? My services are no longer needed. I just dropped 15 the other night. And Daryl Morey was like, man, you're just not fit. It's just not the fit that we thought it was going. They released him. And he hasn't had a, a job since. This man has had to go on first take and have one-on-one with Stephen A. Smith to kind of pitch, you know, why he should be in the league, you know, pitch what has happened to him. And it's just not working. Like, it just it didn't work. He didn't get a chance. But thank God for the Portland Trailblazers. Now, Dan Lillard has been one of the guys and C.J. McCollum saying, hey, we want Melo on our team. Now, they yeah. wanted Melo to come last year 
but he picked the Rockets over them last year, but they still wanted him. So it's good to see Melo back in the league. I hope he can contribute. I hope he can lead that second unit because he's not going to start, so he'll come off the bench. Hopefully he can lead that second unit. Hopefully he can get in there averaging anywhere between 12 to 15 points and be a key contributor to this Portland Trail Blazers team. He looks to be in shape. He looks healthy. We've seen all the videos and everything in the offseason. So I uh, want to shout out to Melo. So, Black, what you think about Melo being back in the league? Yeah, man, I'm, I'm happy for Melo, man. And um, I just want to say this. If you want to talk about, like we were talking about Kaepernick earlier, if you want to look at somebody taking care of their business and doing things the right way, look at Melo. You know, Melo went on the show, and I just want to play ball. He didn't get into all the politics of it. You know, it's, the politics ain't important and all that. It's not important. I just want to play ball. I just want to hoop. I just want to hoop. And he's getting his shot. He's getting his shot. Uh, I like the way he went by taking care of his business and, you know, doing things the way he's supposed to do, you know, <clears throat> keeping himself in shape. And, you know, Melo, uh, Melo's supposed to be in this league, man. He's one right. of – he's a Hall of Fame. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. You First know what ballot. Saying? First ballot Hall of Famer. And he's he wasn't in the NBA. You know, that's that's sad. That's sad to me. But um, I'm happy he's back. I think I think he's going to fit in with Dame Lillard and uh, <clears throat> C.J. McCullough. Um, I think I think that'll be a good a good fit for them. They have a lot of injuries, so I'm not finna sit and say he may come off the you know starting off he may come off the bench, but I think potentially at some point he could wind up being a starter, you know, because the Portland is going through a lot of no one has seen they're dealing with a lot of injuries, a you lot. Know, and I think it's gonna I think it may take a few games for you know for them to get in the groove. You know, it's basketball, mm-hmm. but because he hadn't been on the floor, you know, live game situation mm-hmm. in a, in a, in a while. So I'm happy for him, man. I'm happy he's back. But like D said, it's one thing we know about Melo. He can score the ball. He's going to be able to score. Hands down. He's going to be able to score. He might do nothing for you defensively. You know, <laughs> and if you can get around that, then you're okay. Mm-hmm. But he's going to score the ball, man. But I'm happy for Melo, man. I hope it works out. Um, I wasn't too happy about the contract, but it is what it is. It I think, is what it is. It's like I think the Dwight Howard I, uh, contract. I think Melo will show that, you know, he deserves, you know, to be paid for what he's doing. Mm-hmm. But I'm happy to see him with the Trailblazers, man. And I hope, I actually hope they make a little noise with Melo on there so he can, so we can, like, see him in the playoffs and throughout the whole year. I hope they, yeah. they keep him. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, so. Shout out to Melo being back in the league and the Trailblazers, man. So let's go wrap up our NBA talk, man, for this week, man. And again, don't y'all boys. Come out of nowhere, man! You, 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 Laker haters! I know it's a bunch of you boys who looking and you, you almost this close and jumping on the bandwagon. I don't want to catch y'all boys out here, man. I am back. <laughs> what it do, baby? I don't want to catch y'all boys out here like that, man. Don't, don't be that way, man. All right, so we're gonna move on, man. We're gonna move on to the sport of boxing, man. Boxing is in great shape. Uh, they've had a hell of a year, mm-hmm. and they will be on display. Once again, this Saturday night, me and Black are very excited for this fight. We have Deontay Wilder Jr., 41-0, putting his championship, the WBC Heavyweight Championship, on the line. He will be defending that championship against Luis Ortiz. Now, these guys fought last year in 2018, and Ortiz seemed to be the only guy to really hurt. Wilder and baffle him and and kind of force Wilder to be smart in the ring. Now a lot of people think Tyson Fury outboxed uh, Wilder, mm-hmm. but he didn't beat Wilder up like yeah, this guy was trying Wilder. to do. So Black, this is a mega fight. Thirty-one and one Ortiz, forty-one and no Deontay Wilder, heavyweight fight. What's your thoughts on the man? Where you think this is gonna go? And who you think gonna win this fight, man? And I think you got to be a real a real <laughs> boxing fan to. 
know that this is going to be a good one because people are, you know, people are so biased when they seen the, you know, the Fury and the Wilder fight. Yeah. They felt like that should have been an immediate rematch. And in so many ways, it should. But if people didn't realize the Ortiz and Wilder fight was. It was great. A great fight. If people didn't see it, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a lot going on in that fight. Wilder was, was sick. He wasn't hundred percent healthy, and he still pulled out a win. Yeah. So it's going to be it's going it's going to be interesting to see uh, what happens in this fight. Like you say, Ortiz, he made a few mistakes. Yep. In that fight, that got him beat. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, I'm looking forward to this fight so much, man. I I feel like if I feel like if Wilder don't get rid of him, I feel like we could be looking at a looking at a new champ. And really? Wilder doesn't get rid of him quickly. Because I, Lewis, if if no one doesn't, if anyone doesn't haven't is not a boxing fan and don't doesn't know Lewis Ortiz, he's one of the best defensive. I mean, disciplined fighters in boxing. Very skilled. He don't make a lot of mistakes. Very, Very skilled, skilled fighter, and he's an older boxer too. He's forty his years 40. old. He's in his forties. Forty so years old. He got a lot of experience, so yeah. he knows. You know, I made this mistake, and I shouldn't have did this, and I shouldn't have did that. He gonna know going he, in. He, yeah. He's gonna know going in. I can't make these mistakes against Wilder, and he's gonna get me beat. Mm-hmm. So this is why I think it's going to be a good fight. I, I, I feel like if it goes late, Wilder loses this fight this time. So if what's your prediction late. though? What you got going on? My prediction. My prediction. My prediction is Wilder gets him out of there. I'm thinking. I'm thinking knockout, maybe third, fourth round. Oh my wow. Prediction. Okay. My prediction. All I right. think Wilder's on the tear, man. He's he 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 still got something to prove. Still got a chip on his shoulder. Everybody. Still he wants thinks, the big uh, fight. You know. I think. Uh, I'm sorry, Fury's getting a little more hype than what Wilder's his, you know, he's yeah, 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 yeah. a lot more of Fury than you're seeing of the champ. Fury on you WWE, know? late night WWE. television. I mean, his fights on ESPN, people showing up, you know, he getting a, it's, 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 it's a lot going out. This man sold out, uh, I don't know if they sold it out, but it was close. They selling out MGM for one of his last fights. So, and he's not even from the States. Nope. He's not from here. Nope. So I think Wilder got a chip on his shoulder and want to show people, man, so. I'm going knockout in this one, but if it does not, if if it if it goes into the deeper rounds, I think Ortiz could shock the world and beat him. All right, yeah, I'm kind of with you. I saw the first fight as well, and, the, and it's crazy because their first fight was free on Fox. It was, you know, so a lot of people probably didn't even get to see this fight. You can go on YouTube and see this fight uh, because it was free on television. The first fight, but um, I kind of think Wilder got something to prove, and I think he's going to get this guy out of here. Honestly, I got Wilder knocking this dude out in two rounds. I think he, I think Wilder, we know he was sick the last fight. Not making any excuses because Wilder eventually won the fight. But I think Wilder is healthy. He's, he's going to be more focused because he feels like he isn't getting what is his just due. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Tyson Fury has became a megastar in America before him. This man is WWE, late night television. His fights is on ESPN. Like, he is just... All over the place. Now he's in talks with doing an MMA fight. Like, he's getting a lot of publicity. Living in Vegas. Yeah, living in, you know, a lot of publicity, man. Like, he's getting, Wilder's kind of like, oh, just the boxer. Just the boxer, Deontay Wilder. And Wilder is hungry for that spot. He wants it. And I think he has to get rid of this guy because we know what's on the horizon. Him and Fury Part 2. Or him versus the winner of uh, Joshua or uh, Ruiz 2. That's going to be happening in December. The he- I love this about the heavyweight division right now. There's six, five or six fighters that are clamoring for who's the best heavyweight in the world. Exactly. And we haven't seen it that. It's great. It's we haven't great. seen that since, what, Lennox Lewis and Tyson and all those guys was yeah. doing it, like, what, 20 years ago? Amanda Holyfield. So now yeah. you got a nice division in the heavyweight division where you got to have 
We're, the next three heavyweight fights are going to be colossal. Mm-hmm. The next three, like you're going to get big time heavyweight fights, and this is a big fight. So you're right. You got to be kind of like the main boxing fan to kind of know about what's going on. But if you're a casual boxing fan, you don't want to miss this. You don't. You want to watch this fight, and it's a reason they put it on pay per view. Pay per view. Because if right. you watch the first fight, you can respect it being on pay per view. Right. This time. So both of these guys are are, are are crazy. But the one stat that I'm seeing from both of these guys, which is nuts to me. Deontay Wilder has a 95.24 knockout rate. <laughs> he's thir- he's 41 and 0 with one draw. With a 95% knockout. Dog, that is staggering, bro. It is. And you look at a guy like Ortiz, he has 26 knockouts at a 76% knockout rate. That's that's great too. That's great too. Yeah. Let's just show you how dominant Wilder's been, dog. Like he's getting you out of here, bro. So, great fight this Saturday night on pay-per-view. You don't want to miss it. I think it's going to set up to be something spectacular for your eyes. I got Wilder getting Ortiz out of here in two rounds by KO. So, you know, we'll see how that goes. All right, Black, uh, we're going to get to some high school football, man, here in the city, man. It's just a lot of things been going on in the playoffs, man. Me and Black, we are trash for not getting out trash, there sending of these playoff games, man. But we're still going to show the city some love. And uh, we're going to let Black run down what's going on in high school football in the city. Talk to the Black. Yeah, man, it's a sad day for me, man. It's a sad day in high school football for me. We had a a few a few good teams lose here in the city in the playoffs. Okay. Man. So we got this. We, it, it's, a, it's sad, you know, that, you know, these teams had to go down. But, you know, it's football. It's high school football. You know, we see it, we see it all the time. But uh, starting off, we had Fleming Island uh, take a loss to uh, Niceville Eagles, uh, 47-28. We had the uh, Episcopal Eagles take a loss to Florida High School Seminoles, 48-19. They uh, lost 48-19 to uh, Florida High Seminoles. We had Bowles get a big win. They beat South Walton Seahawks, 62-6. Jesus. So, Bowles is rolling, man. Bowles look look unstoppable. Whoa. We had University Christian get a uh, get a win here, in this, uh, here at home, 36-6 against the North Florida Christian Eagles. Oh man, this is tough, man. The Reigns Vikings, defending national, defending state champs. Don't tell me. Went down, man. No. They went down, man. They lost to uh, the Wakula War Eagles, seventeen to nine. Uh, oh, the tough back, loss. The back state champs, man, went down. That tough was sad loss. to see, man. That's a tough loss. And mm. from what I'm hearing, from what I heard people say, man, Reigns just beat themselves, man. Yeah. Made a lot of mistakes, a lot of penalties. Hate to hear that. Yeah, we hate to hear that. And I know Fred wouldn't like to hear this one. West Nassau loses a big one. Two to Bradford Tornadoes, forty-five to fourteen. They got pretty deep yeah, this year. They they got pretty deep. They did. They uh had they lost. They won last week. So yeah, man. Uh, West Nassau took a took a L and went home. Best team in the city, man. Hands down, Bartram Trail goes down. No, undefeated all year. Took their first loss to the Popka Blue uh, Darters. Uh, thirty-four to thirteen at home, man. At home, best team in the city all year, undefeated all season, and lost in the playoffs last week. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, those are those are the main games for the teams here in the city. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry about that. Can't forget to uh, got one public school left in the city that's still running strong. Well, Who school is? Start. Uh, we had Robert E. Lee. Oh, uh, the general get win. Get the generals got to win against Columbia Tigers. Okay. In a six to three two overtime game, six to three, six to three, and two and burner. <laughs> in the overtime game, so we got one public school that's still alive. So the city, in the city, okay. So uh, yeah, man, it was it it was tough to see it, but you know, let's uh, get out and 
root for these guys, man, moving forward. And Robert E. Lee, uh, Bowles, University Christian, those guys still making a run. Uh, I'm going to get out there Friday night. Me and my, me and Marcel is going Friday night to the to uh the Bowles game Friday night. It's here in town, and they playing uh. Bradford, the Bradford uh, Eagles. So okay, Bradford County. We're going to go out to Bowes and check that one out because I ain't been to a game all year. I think it's only right to go check this one out. It's a playoff game, big game. So we're going to go check this one out. So, uh, man, y'all be looking forward. Next week is going to uh, be some more good games. So y'all continue to uh, – we're going to continue to keep you updated on what's going on in the city with high school football. And what round are we in? Are we getting close to state? Uh, we're getting close to state. It's, uh, this is – we're going into the semi – the semifinals. Okay. We're going okay. to the semifinals now. So, I think this game and then the next game is B for State. So, we got Lee. We got Bowles. And University Christian. University Christian still hanging still in there. Hanging Ain't in Bradford in? No, that's Bradford, Bradford County. That's yeah, Stark, that's outdoor Florida. start. Yeah. 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 So, we got three teams in the city still hanging in there. Yeah, still hanging in there. Still hanging in there trying to bring more championship to Jacksonville. Okay, cool, man. We appreciate that, Black. All right, we're going to get into some other news, man. We're getting ready to wrap up here. Uh, at the sports desk uh, with episode 30, man. So, we definitely about to get into some other news, man. So, definitely shout out to Gunner, you know, shout out to Thug, you know what I'm saying? And boy, one more time, we don't want to be getting missed. All right. So, we got an update in the Reduced Lunch Fantasy League. Uh, man, since the last time we've heard from y'all, man, it's, 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 it's getting pretty, pretty thick. I think we were two weeks away before the playoffs start, man. So, your boy took a loss last week, a heartbreaking loss. To uh the Dak Street boys, 87-86. It hurt me bad, man. It dropped me from fifth place down to ninth. But God, I come back this week. Look like I got a scorching win against the Mile High Club. We're gonna get into some of the scores from this week, man. Uh before uh let's see here what we got. Yeah, I'm taking care of Mile High Club, man. 105 to 37. It's safe to say that I got another win, okay? We got Vanessa Finagle taking care of Fred, 36 ounces. Fred gets embarrassed again. Just a poor outing from Fred uh, in the Fantasy League this year. He's sitting at 16th. He's losing by 30 points every week. Uh, E's 904, boys. Appreciate that, E. I needed that win. You took care of Jon Snow, uh, my boy Jadel, 97 and 56. Sherwood Seminole taking care of Trees and Pigskin. I needed that win, too. Uh, 98 to 76. Free to charge, man. Roll with the winners, man. Where we at, man? We in the brown burner, man. <laughs> my boy Black needs some I help tonight. I got two more people tonight. My though, boy man. needs some help. Now, he's, now, Black's projected to win now. We'll see what happened, man. So, let's see what Black can do, man. All right. And then we got it. My boy Charles, a team has no name. Like, he took care of business with two curlers in one cup, 96-74. Big Baller brand loses to Jamal's Nifty team. Jamal is going to be undefeated, man, going into the playoffs. He's going to be undefeated. Man, I was looking at his team, too, man. He's stacked. He's stacked. He's stacked. Jamal Nip team gets the win. Brandon's bowl team, my brother, been taking a whooping this year, too. Uh, the token they, uh, Asian take care of business, 99-52. And my pops, man. He needed that, too, to have. My pops took a loss, man. Lucky going to take it, man. He lost to the Dax Street Boys, 83-69. to So, we're two weeks away from the playoffs in the Fantasy Sports League, man. Remember, the winner get a championship belt and a gift card here from the sports list, man. So, some other news as well. CM Punk. It's back with the WWE, man. Uh, a lot of things are coming, CM Punk. A lot of rumors and, and, and things are going out there that he will be getting back into the ring. CM Punk is publicly saying he's not going to be wrestling anytime soon, but others are saying different. So potential matches with Seth Rollins, a potential feud with Daniel Bryan, and the one that I am most interested in, a potential feud 
with the reigning, defending Universal Champion Bray Wyatt The Fiend coming up here shortly. And speaking of The Fiend, he debuted a brand new Universal Championship with the blue strap, man. It looks oh, very man, nice. Man. You can check it out on online, Bleach Report, or any place like that, man. You can go and, uh, you know, kind of look at that and uh, see what that belt looks like, man. So, um, next up, the WWE Survivor Series is also this Sunday, man, on pay per view. We got some pretty good, uh, some pretty good matches. You have the Fiend and Daniel Bryan for the Universal Championship. You got the NXT team, the NXT brand coming over in traditional matches uh, against Raw and SmackDown. So it's SmackDown versus Raw versus NXT. Uh, everyone's there. Becky Lynch is there. Roman Reigns is a part of it. The Fiend is out there. I mean, everyone's going to be on this pay-per-view. So if you're looking to see all the talent that WWE has, it'll be this Sunday Survivor Series, WWE Network. I'm not going to miss it. If you're a wrestling fan, I know y'all not going to miss it either. And some quick fun real quick, man. Kentucky leads us to a high school team. The University of Kentucky got beat by Evansville <laughs> last Wednesday night. The number one, former number one ranked team in the country took a loss. It was, it was terrible, man. They lost to a high school team at home. But since they lost, we got a new number one, the Duke Blue Devils. All right, the Duke Blue Devils are the new AP number one ranked team in the country. The rankings just came out not too long ago, and Duke has claimed number one, Louisville two, Michigan State three, Kansas four, North Carolina five, Maryland six, Virginia seven, Gonzaga eight, Kentucky falls to nine, and the Buckeyes are Ohio State number 10. And to wrap it up, man, uh, in the MMA world, we just got this breaking news. Ben Askren, all right, has retired from MMA. Uh, he came in and beat Robert Lawler on his first fight. Things was looking up. He may have got a title shot, but he ran into the left knee of Jorge Masvidal <laughs> in eight seconds and put him out of commission. And then after that, he faced Damian Maya and uh, lost again in, in convincing fashion. So he's calling for his hips, uh, giving him up problems, and he's going to have to have hip surgery. And uh, he thinks that that's going to be uh, the end of his career in the MMA. So he's calling for retirement. So uh, best of luck to you, Ben Askren, uh, here from the sports desk. All right, you came in and made a lot of fun. All right, man, so we're wrapping up here. Uh, some things to watch for. Wild Ortiz 2, WWE Survivor Series uh, this Sunday. Wild Ortiz 2 this Saturday, Survivor Series this Sunday. Of course, the NFL matchups, uh, college football matchups, NBA matchups, Lakers, all that. So, y'all keep your heads out there. Be watching. If y'all got any questions and opinions, anything for us, y'all hit us up, man. Uh, y'all can hit us up several ways. Uh, you can hit us up at Reduce Lunch Sports on Instagram. Uh, just like that, how we said it, Reduce Lunch Sports on Instagram. You can hit me at Dedrick Hicks Jr. on Twitter and IG at that handle. You know, if you got something to say, any sports opinions, any sports talk, hit us up there. Black, where you at? Yeah, you can hit me on Instagram and Twitter at BlackENL3. Hit me up. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, yeah, man. So, this has been another great episode. Like he's like uh, we've been telling y'all, we're coming every week now. Every week we're dropping a new episode, and we're glad we're able to do that. Uh, we got two setups now, two different studios, so we'll be able to go wherever and I'll uh, put out an episode of y'all. So shout out to Fred for calling in and blessing us, man. Uh, talking about that cap and talking about the Lakers as well. So until next week, uh, this has been episode 30 of the Reduced Lunch uh, Action Sports News Desk. I am your man's one more time, Dedrick L. Hicks Jr. And this is your man, Black, one of your favorite sportsologists. Yes, sir. And uh, we'll be getting back uh, with you boys and young ladies at another day.
Let me in. 